Yes, let's have the testimonies and give glory to God. I like to, uh, Father, I like to be. Yeah. The Lord our Father, all together in um, uh, a God of love and mercy, that we have the joy of we have this uh, peace. And, uh, there's, even though it's not much happening, but there is a lot around us that are. Uh, that even sometimes we're not aware of and things are like are all happening with the where others who are uh, who are not, who are in urgent need that all our prayers will go out for them that are uh, always heard and answered and is your that he keeps our peace and we're aware that we're always um, up and avoiding harm is because we always have our our prayers are answered, and I just thank you for all his gifts, all that are there, all the food that we eat, and our lifestyle that yep. we have, that we're enjoying. It's because his, we have his protection, and we have his fear and respect, and we'll always cling to that, and all the Holy Spirit will always uh, remain in that um, fear and obedience to his commands. And I thank everyone in the fall that prayers. I thank all the uh, ministries from all around the world who send up prayers for us who will keep us alive and everyone involved and I just thank the Brisbane Prayer Group that has been a, such a valuable aspect of our, our knowledge and the truth and how to apply our prayers that always make it effective they always made a big difference in our in my life and that changed everything I think the Holy Spirit my Father in Jesus for his, um, for, the, uh, for his great mercy and grace. Thank you, everyone. Amen. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. And for everyone who works behind the scenes and for all ministries that work here, uh, you know, with morning praying in tongues, the rosary session, the, the powerful reflections mm -hmm. by Brother Savio, that ministry as well as the Bible study as well as the powerful praise and worship. Yeah. We are a family and we work together so that we bless one another. It's all about helping one another and praying for one another. That's why testimonies are so important that someone will be blessed because of your testimony. Let's give our testimonies without any fear, giving glory to God because he alone needs to be glorified. Thank you. Vivek, yeah. uh, Vivek, I'd like to praise and thank God for putting a hedge of protection around my friend's family the Brisbane prayer group. <clears throat> My daughter was COVID positive. Her husband too was COVID positive. But by God's uh, mercy and grace, she is uh, now negative and completely out of all that. Praise so I God. praise and thank God for this. And I also praise and thank God that uh, uh, there, are, there are several other people close to us who are, who are COVID positive but uh, are feeling better and are going to surely recover. So I praise and thank God for that as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I'm you. grateful as we are. I praise and thank God for putting that hedge of protection around all of us. Yes. Praise and, and keep, thank you. 
Thank you. Glory. And keep on praying Imo, every day for the Brisbane prayer group and for every family member because that prayer helps uh, any kind of uh, you know attack by the devil will not happen because you pray for the whole group and for the blood of Jesus sure. upon the Brisbane prayer group and the family members, everyone, including your family and everyone. One decade of the rosary every day is for the Brisbane prayer group and for yes. you, Vivek. Thank you so much for all the people in the ministry. Thank you, you yeah. know, and we pray for everyone. you as well. And we pray for Thank one you. another. And that's how we, yeah. you know, we are a family, okay, Imo? So we are a family. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Praise the Lord, brother. Christina here. Yeah, yeah, Christina. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for all the miracles, the manifestations on this group. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for the morning uh, encounter with the Lord and the teachings that I received from it especially on the 12th, the understanding, the use of the name of Jesus in prayer. And that was very powerful and uh, it was a great reminder. Thank you, Brother Russell and Sister Shanine and Brother Savi for the daily reflections. Praise the Lord. 100%. Thank you. Amen. And a few weeks ago, I gave 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 7, the verse of love is the greatest gift for two families uh, uniting, uh, coming into unity. And I asked them to declare it by replacing the word love with the name of the family member. And this week, one of the families said, praise be to our Lord, there has been reconciliation. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the other family said that they've seen small changes and it reminded me of the small clouds, the size of a fist that Elijah's servant saw before the rain started and the drought ended. And I explained that now they are only to give thanks to Almighty God as a family blessing is on the way. And afterwards, once I confirmed the scripture, I sent uh, through 1 Kings 18, 41 to 46 to meditate on. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that a great testimony is on the way. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank, Thank you, brother. You. Praise Thank the Lord. God bless your Thank ministry you. and God bless all the people. You God are bless you too, brother. Thank you. Praise the yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Brother yeah, Vic. Yeah, brother. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. I want to give a testimony about our life. In the last, uh, last year, 2021, is a year of blessing after blessing after blessing. What we have struggling for the last five years, 2021-27 year of blessing, there is no lack and we are struggling to renovate our building for last five years. Everybody is saying, why you are not doing the building is getting dirty from outside, renovation, maintenance, but we have no source at all last five years. And we are just saying, hey, we will do, we will do, we will do. But suddenly this year when I, my wife told we will do in October, Hmm? And I said, okay, we will do it. And we started with there's no luck. I don't know how from I, I received the resources, but it is come without uh, without any stop, without failure. We have completed our this uh, renovation uh, in our house. And it is now, uh, it's God, God's glory. When everybody now is seeing in front of our house going, oh, wow, your house looks very so beautiful. It's God's glory. Hmm? And uh, 2021 year of my son got job, Ingerson got job, 
and uh, we have very our business is going smoothly that's why i, I want to thank the lord for whatever he has done for in our life for yes, last sir. one year praise the lord thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord thank you jesus thank you sir. hi brother this is sharon yes sir I would like to give a mighty shout and praise to Jesus for this whole week that has been a miracle. Uh, for all the answered prayers and for Isaiah sixty twenty two, that the Lord has been promising me all throughout these weeks, but I, in particularly, particularly for this week, thank Him for everything He's been doing for us, for building even a bigger hedge of protection around me and my family, and for a mighty thing, a mighty. anointing that is going on and he's working on us individually in the family and i can see that the future is in his hands and he has got us all so i thank you jesus for everything you're doing for us i have no words to explain or express my feelings and you are a mighty god lord jesus you are just something that i cannot even explain my heart will not be able to contain the joy and the happiness that you will bring us thank you jesus thank, thank you, you jesus. very much thank you brother thank you thank you thank you, thank you jesus i'd like to thank the lord for giving me the grace to understand that whatever happens in our life is is there is something good in it for us previously i used to be very negative about everything but now i can see the positive in everything wow. so i'd like to thank, thank i'd you. like to thank the lord for helping me understand and strengthening my faith muscles when things are not going my way and i keep saying uh, proverbs 3 5 I trust, trust, trust the Lord with all my heart, and do not lean on my own understanding. So it has taught me to surrender everything to God rather than figuring out how it is going to be solved. Yes, so good. Thank you, Brother Vivek. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, welcome. Vivek Shanine here. I'd like to give praise and thanks to the Lord for the healing of our family members this week, one of COVID. I'd like to praise and thank the Lord for the healing of addictions in our family. But I'd like to, to praise and thank the Lord for all the prayer warriors on our prayer group. Yes. Because I'll... Um, The evil one had a really good go this weekend, especially today, to try and stop praise and worship up to five minutes before we started. So I praise and thank the Lord. He had been trying all day to shut it down. So I just want to to stress to the prayer group, the prayers that they they say is prayers of protection for for our group. It's so powerful. So I'd like to praise and thank the Lord for each one. 
and praise and thank you, Lord. We give you the glory. Yes. We give you the glory alone. And we praise and thank you and adore you, Lord, for every moment that we can spend in prayer and praise and worship to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Vivek, this is Jude with you. Yes, Jude. Uh, first of all, thank you very much, brother, for the entire year of 2022. You have strengthened our faith and to your teaching and to the entire group of Brisbane, we are blessed. Amen. Uh, brother, last week, there was a wedding in our building, just the opposite neighbor. And everybody was excited, the family, the building people, everyone was excited. Unfortunately, brother, on this wedding day, it rained very heavily in Bombay. And the wedding was in open air. It, it rained fortnight. We were all confused and, you know, people are not traveling from abroad or anywhere from other states to come over to Bombay because of the uh, situation that was very critical in Bombay and the only limited people were, to, uh, were invited. So anyway, the, the disappointment of all family members could not come over. But uh, however, it rained, it rained in the morning, morning, it rained during the day and we were all confused. As I said, nobody in the family of the bride was there in, in, at their place. There were only the bride, the mother, and the son, and the, her brother was there. So as, as we were confused, I said, what's going on? So what, what's happening? Lord, what's going on? So immediately we, knocked, we rang their bell and we went to their house. And uh, they said, okay, don't worry. It's, you know, we tried to give counsel them. Don't worry, everything will be all right. Then I don't know what happened. We just said, okay, let's say the rosary. We started reciting the rosary, even though I said the, the makeup lady was, was, uh, was just about to arrive, the photographer was about to arrive. I said, we'll say a prayer, we'll say the rosary. And after the rosary, the, everybody, just four or five members were there, including my wife, who started reciting the rosary. Brother, after the rosary, we said the rosary, it was complete stop. It just stopped raining. It maybe must have drizzled, but little while ago, after, after some time, but the entire whole day, there was no rain at all. The, father, the bride's father came back from, from the event. He had gone to see the venue because of the rain and wet, wet weather. He came back home saying with a big smile, he said, okay, don't worry, we have plan B and the plan B is organized. So we may not have in the lawn, but there is this option what they have given us and which is also equally beautiful. I praise and thank God, Father, uh, brother, that everything went so perfect to perfection that the whole event was success. I praise yes, God sir. because we, everybody had knocked the doors of heaven and there was shine. Even the father who, was, uh, who offered the mass gave a lovely uh, homely. We strengthened everybody's faith. And brother, I just could think about how strong the Brisbane has made me you know, strong faith that I had the courage to go and say openly, Let's not lose faith. We'll go and decide. We'll let's decide the rosary. And Mother Mary is going to be interceding for us to her son. But when yes. at the wedding can I remember the miracle what took place? And now she'll make her do another miracle over you. And it's a wedding. And they all praise and thank God. The entire evening, the 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 parents of the bride were just thanking God for what took place, what the miracle took place. Even the next day when we were told, okay, thank you very much. We, they were thanking us, in fact. We didn't want all this appreciation, but we know who to appreciate, who were thankful, for, yes. who has to be thankful for everything. Thank you, brother. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus.
Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Yes, Nurin. How are you? Praise the Lord. Yes, I want to share my testimony that it was that past two days, my son was go, had to go for the exam, prelims exam was starting. And so the one day before he said, I don't want to go for studies. I want to give up on studies. I don't want to study anymore. I want to stop the school. And I want to go and get a living certificate from the school and come. And the whole day there was a, there was a discussion and he was just pressurizing her and with many stubbornness and all. And my mind was totally tired with that pressure. The pressure that he put on us was so much. I was so tired with my mind. And I had nothing to do, but I just went to the Lord and I prayed. I said, Lord, take control of every situation. Your word says that you are there with us till the end of time. Do not fear. And that sort of fear went for me. And he told me that in the morning, I'll be not getting up and going to school. I did not say anything to him. And brother, every morning we have a prayer sessions at five o'clock in the morning. And every day I get up at four o'clock. And sometimes what happens, sometimes I keep the alarm at four, but I say, let it be, I'll go to sleep. I'll get up at 4.30. And somehow or the other, the thing, the Lord wakes me up. And when I get up, I be so fit and fine. I be so uh, fresh. I just shared it with some of my friends. They told me, no, it's the habit that your body has developed to get up in the morning. But I told them, I will not say that. I will say it is my Jesus who wakes me up in the morning. It is not my body that's habituated. 100%. I said that must be the worldly thing, but in, I want to speak the spiritual thing that without Jesus, I am nothing. And because he is in me, I can get up and he is waking me up to the power of the Holy Spirit in the morning. And in the yes. morning when I got up, I was just at a praise and worship with the prayer group. And I just said, Lord, I surrender my son to you. And I thank you, Lord, as you told brother to thank him in advance. I said, I thank you, Lord. He got up, he is brushing his teeth, he is going to school, Lord. Amen. I just confessed this and I was surprised to see he got up in the morning, he washed his face, he dressed up, he said, Dada, leave me to school, I want to go to school. <laughs> but that, and then the Lord told me, I wanted you to increase your faith, I wanted you to rely on me, Newton, I want you to more and more to rely yourself on me. So mm -hmm. I allowed it to happen that I wanted you to depend on me. So I praised and thank God for this. And also I want to thank Jesus for the year 2021. I had slight minor COVID, which I never knew because I lost my taste. I lost the smelling sensation. And uh, finally, the doctor told me that you have just slight, and I'm thanking God since I take care of mom and I used to give her food or take her for a shower and all. The Nothing happened to her. She was all fit and fine. The doctors were surprised. They said, after you having it, how your mom has been protected. I told them about Jesus. And also, I want to thank Jesus. There was a a neighbor who died with COVID on the next floor above us, and we never knew. I and my wife went there to have a condolence. We saw the body. Later on, I got a call from the committee member. Why all went there? He's having COVID. And as a usual instruction, the given after you, you will not know that time. They said, as the science says, you will know after 14 days or seven days whether you. But the seven days went, the whole day, the days just went, nor I, nor my wife got any reaction of COVID. So I praise and thank God for Jesus is just there. He's trying to show us that he is with us. Because when we went to see the dead body, that time the COVID, we spent it at least 10 minutes over there. It could have come to us. But we were soaked and sealed in the blood of Jesus with every morning, I say. And so the protection of the blood of Jesus never allowed it to come to us. 
and today also we are alive because of jesus to testify this testimony if uh, he would have not kept me alive i would have not been able to speak and tell you brother today i'm sharing my testimony because it was jesus who kept me alive to speak today and i so i praise and thank the father the son and the holy spirit and also mother mary who is interceding for me continue the intercession for all of us but brother vivek i'll tell you something today special without yeah, fail i pray for you and for your family every day for the for the basement prayer group for you for all the brothers and sisters who are in the basement prayer group also i just cover them in the blood of jesus yes and i say lord i cover the entire universe the entire family is the entire children the youth everyone in the holy blood of jesus yes and so i praise god for waking me up in the morning that's um, sometimes brother i remain sleeping but the lord blesses someone to give me a call and wake me up but the lord is had to use people like angels for me you know so i praise and thank jesus for this thank you brother vivek thank, thank you. you thank you, thank you jesus come thank you jesus Hello, brother. This is Veera. Yeah. And I would like to praise and thank the Lord for all the blessings given to me and my family members and on this Brisbane uh, group. Uh, on the fourth, uh, my husband and I went for testing, and uh, uh, because my husband was not well the previous night, and last week I uh, gave the testimony that you know. Uh, no virus will touch us and till today we didn't receive any message because i said i will not receive any report that says that we have got the virus and just before i could give my testimony i got the text message that my uh, sample is no longer valid and i have to redo any test but i know the lord has protected me and my family and has saved us from this virus no doubt my daughter got tested last week and she was tested positive but i just said thank you jesus because of that we all had to isolate for one whole week and that was a blessing in disguise for us for my whole family no doubt my husband was very disturbed because he's a person who only likes to go to work all the time and it is like more than 2 weeks now he is at home but i just kept praising and thanking the lord because i said i can read his word i have listened to all the parts that you have done on this uh, session brother over and over again and going through it and the biggest blessing that i have seen is that i joined the prayer group in the morning and the rosary and uh, the other day when i was sitting down for the rosary uh i was having some ear pain so i didn't plug in my ear uh, airpods so i was just listening to it and i was uh, taking part in it uh, then my husband came and he sat outside and he too joined the rosary and my son too and from that day every day they both come and as a family we join the group to say the rosary oh, which please. is a big blessing to me i i never ever expected this because he's the one who doesn't like all this even he tells me that's enough that's enough 
but uh, i know that the the lord has blessed us abundantly and he will bring my whole family into this prayer group very soon thank praise you jesus praise, praise you jesus praise you jesus Brother Vivek. Yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, this is this is Eliza. Uh, yeah. I want to praise and thank Jesus and Holy Spirit for taking care of me, especially last week during my root canal treatment. Last year, when I was undergoing the root canal treatment, I had to keep my mouth wide open for one hour, and at the end of it, my jaws got locked, and I couldn't close my mouth. the doctor struggled a lot to close my mouth with various ways she couldn't and she couldn't even send me to a specialist because that was a sunday finally she managed to close my mouth and uh, then after little while next was my daughter's turn to be there with the doctor and she asked me to sit outside and i just looked in the mirror to just to see what she has done and again my mouth i mean jaws got locked and then i had to run inside and tell her and she got so mad she says with great difficulty i closed her mouth now what do i do so again like with lot of struggle and i was in great pain so finally she closed my mouth and my daughter canceled her appointment we came home so this time i had to do another root canal and fortunately or unfortunately the doctor has left that clinic so i went to another doctor i prayed to holy spirit and i believed that this time i would be fine i mean and uh, now before the root canal they normally give an injection and whenever i take that injection i my heart beats go very fast and i prayed for that also so this time it didn't happen praise jesus praise and then what happened was yeah this time this doctor he was i told him my story that my jaws get locked and all that so he was very understanding and very caring he said don't worry i will give you rest in between and you can close your mouth you don't have to open your mouth so wide and i kept praying to holy spirit mother mary because that was a wednesday and he told me okay you just come down and i'll try to do it but anyway it is one hour it will take one hour and somehow he finished and uh, nothing happened like i was okay though the jaw was paining it didn't get locked so now the next sitting is on next wednesday i purposely kept it on wednesday because that's a day i have some special blessings from mother mary she always protects me on wednesdays there are many many incidents in my life where she has protected me and then there is another sitting so there are three sittings but i'm so happy that now i'm so confident that with prayers and my faith with holy spirit and mother mary nothing can go wrong with me everything is going to be fine 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Uh, brother, this is Jane here, brother. Yes, Jane. Right. Uh, I want to thank the Lord. I made a prayer, prayer request to my brother-in-law. Uh, He's doing good, brother. And uh, I want to thank for the amazing teaching last week, brother. It, uh, I was, uh, every word was uh, meant a lot to me. And I made a resolution that uh, I will not change my confession this year. And uh, it is the confession that matters everything. It has been aborting my answer class. So I want to thank the Lord for this amazing teaching. Praise God. Praise God. You learned that. In fact, that is the most powerful teaching I got to. <clears throat> because, yes, Jane, brother, if you yes, confess yes. prosperity in your life, I, I speak to everyone here. Understand one thing. Your confession is who you are. Christianity is a great confession. So do not just wait on just praying, but confess boldly. That's why we say, I confess boldly. So confess the scriptures of prosperity over your life, on healing over your life, on all kinds of deliverance over your life. Every time you are idle and the devil gives you a negative thought, <clears throat> you say, I'll have prosperity all the days of my life. I'll always be prosperous. I'll have everything I need. God, you will provide a good health, a mind, body, sound mind and body. So, you know, use the scriptures. That's exactly what you're doing, Jane. And really understand one thing. Your confession is what will bless you and yes. give you all that you need in life. So, yeah. Thanks, Jin, for Thank you. Thank you, coming up. Praise God. Thanks. Anyone who was blessed with the last... Uh, last time we did, a, I, we did a prayer at the end. It was a prayer of agreement. And we asked for prayers and asked everyone to extend their hands and make a prayer. I believe... God has answered prayers. So any one of you got answered prayer or whatever we prayed that day, all glory to God. Can someone testify? Me, brother. Caroline here. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah, uh, I have been handed over a new boss uh, and apparently a female boss. So uh, he's giving a tough time. And last week, I took her in prayers. I made an agreement prayer with the Holy Spirit. And I just told that you take care of it. And I'm really not uh, able to handle it. And, uh, uh, you know, every assignment that I do, every, every task that I do, I just believe I have faith. And uh, even the task, if I was to do it for the first time, uh, it goes smoothly uh, just because I, I, you know, I just... Uh, See that I put my trust completely on you, Jesus, and uh, and He tells me that He is in me, and I do the agreement prayer for every task, and uh, I'm I'm amazed that it goes smoothly. So each day my uh, faith is strengthened, my belief is strengthened, and uh, it's uh, beautiful to be in communion uh, in this kind of a relationship. So praise God uh, for all the miracles that he's uh, doing in our life. And uh, it, it's just a testimony that we can't take small things also for granted with the weather change, with so many things happening uh, around us, around the globe. It's uh, just a miracle to even uh, be alive, uh, be healthy, just beautiful. Thank you, Abhijit. 
Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Uh, Brother Vivek, this is Marina. Yeah, uh, I just want to thank our good Lord for the amazing blessings that he's brought in my life and my family's life. Um, I just come back from a vacation and um, <laughs> I've tested positive, but he has made me see it in a very different way. Instead of the fear coming in, he has made me see it in a positive way because I definitely needed this time out or vacation after the vacation that I had. And he's made me see life positively. The blessings that he's given me all through the year is, is, is something that, you know, I just want to proclaim that he has not given me one day in my life of regret. He's only blessed me in so many ways and so many ways with my family that I'm very grateful and thankful for him in our lives. This, this time that he has given me, I've been able to give it in prayer. I've been able to join the Brisbane group in the afternoon for me, of course, I'm in Canada and it's the afternoon uh, uh, session for me that I join, as well as this is the first time I have joined the session, which is like at 2.30 in the morning for me. I've never been able to do so, but today I'm so glad to be a part of this group and, I, and I'm thankful for the Brisbane group for for giving me this opportunity to join this group and making my faith stronger. This afternoon, when I was listening, I know uh, Brother Russell spoke about the, the importance of the joy to concentrate on getting joy in your life. And there was a pain in my ear that I was experiencing for which I just touched it and I said, Lord, I want you to heal it today and now. And I didn't realize as I went through the day, the pain was no longer there. So I just want to thank God that he does things in ways that we don't even realize at times because we feel they are small things in, all throughout our life, but they are the biggest things for us. For this, I praise and thank our Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah, what a powerful testimony. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. I want to thank the Lord and also all my prayer warriors, intercessors here in this Brisbane family, as well as all over the world, because I feel so blessed and protected from the attacks. So thank and praise the Lord for the gift of life also, the resurrection power working in my body and yes. in that of my family members. Hallelujah. Thank Glory you. to God. Hello, brother. This is Veera. And again, I would like to testify that yes. 
last week uh, when you were making that prayer at the end uh, uh, i just prayed that la last year i have been applying for jobs uh, in preschools and uh, i have not succeeded in that and uh, i thought that it's all finished but i said lord you will send destiny helpers my way and uh, they will bring they will open up some way for me to uh, you know get into this preschools and on monday there were more vacancies that came up which i had thought which were finished for last year and i claim and i thank jesus already for the job that i have received in the preschool and thank you very much thank you jesus Vivek, last week during your prayer and we were praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit gave me a new tongue. So I praise and thank you, Holy Spirit. All glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> praise the Lord, brothers and sisters, and uh, praise the Lord, uh, Father Vivek. Thank you, I'm Sandra here. Um, I want to testify to my triune God, the wonderful miracle that I have seen overnight. I must say that. There is no time when you ask God. Your faith in itself has done the unseen job that you have claimed for. Brother, my nephew, I have uh, put my... Um, request in the prayer group that my nephew had undergone uh, uh, the glaucoma surgery of both the eyes, whereby when my sister and my nephew had confessed that, you know, the right eyesight was improved and uh, the doctor straight away said no. And uh, that's when my nephew started to, uh, you know, go backward, but because my sister is strong in her faith, got back uh, his... Uh, uh, fighting spirit again and uh, trying to keep him positive because one thing she said is do not believe in what the doctor has said believe in the works of the lord yes. one number two is uh, his left eye was operated yesterday i could not i really could not see this child suffering with so much pain that he could barely even talk he, he, that much was his pain and uh, mom is strong in her faith but seeing the son uh, she was breaking down as well and then uh, to add to all this he wasn't eating as well or drinking anything so this did not happen with the first uh, operation and this has happened with this uh, with the left eye so it was like, you know, every every 45 minutes to one hour, I was calling video calls and uh, trying to talk to the child, trying to talk to my sister. But, you know, I found so much um, faith against hopelessness. This was a this was a battle which was going on. And all I told is that, Lord, I seek refuge in you and whoever calls upon your name will never you will never forsake them and i ask you to please place your nail pierced hands on these two eyes of my nephew and 
let your healing flow into these both eyes and just as you gave sight to the 10 and one return we all will return back to you thanking and praising you this is all i was just rattle just going on and on every time i was not even i was partially sleeping but whenever i was waking up last night i was just just going on like you know saying this over and over and over again lord i need to hear something nice i need to hear uh, the complete heal, uh, healing and this morning i wake up and uh, i called him and uh, there was a little bit of you know okay okay kind of a thing but then still there was not a complete okay then after they visited the doctor uh the doctor had checked his eyesight and he said that um you know it will take some time for him to recover there are bubbles in his eyeball and uh for all of that bubbles to come out it's going to take some time and then uh they had come back home and probably two hours back i called um and straight away my nephew picked up the call and uh, uh he said hello auntie and i said oh my god your voice i i'm so i'm so thrilled to hear your voice my hero i just told him and i said praise the lord this is what i wanted to hear and i asked him how do you feel and he said uh very light pain auntie but i'm so good. i feel so good i really praise and thank god for the wonderful miracle he has already performed and i know that his sight is going to be back normal the doctor has said no but my mighty lord is going to do it and the doctor has to confess that yes it is a miracle Amen. praise thank the lord thank you thank you what a powerful uh, testimony thank you lord thank you jesus praise you jesus yes Brother Vivek, this is Jude, one second with you. Yes, sir. Brother, I'm not prepared for the testimony, but uh, something tells me that I need to speak and I need to, I need to speak out now. Brother, yes. for this new year, uh, I, my resolution was to give up alcohol. And I did give up alcohol because I thought that's, you know, on and off, occasion having consumed alcohol was like, you know, blood influence for my children. Yes, my elder son consumes alcohol when he goes out for party and all that. Uh, from this year, I completely stopped. But uh, as I said, man, as I mentioned earlier, that we had a wedding, and during the wedding, have we seen a, a son earlier that wished when he used to go out, is to have drinks and he was out of control. <coughs> However, brother, when the, we used to counsel him and all that, and uh, things didn't go out go out well in the past. This time when we seen him, actually, we seen him where he's having mixed drinks and he's just behaving like, you no know, little kind of, you know, uh, over-excited, uh, showing a lot of over-excitement. Another during this uh, time when the, where, say, when there's an occasion in the, in the building, um, uh, again, the same elder son was a little bit of, you know, he had mixed drinks and he was a little excited and we had to counsel him last Friday, we were, last Friday we were counseling him. And what had so happened that the press service are going on and we were counseling him and we came to a conclusion that he understood and it's all under control. But after the wedding, when we had gone for the next day, my, my son, who second son, hasn't consumed alcohol 
sipped a few drinks from the from his friend's glass, and he got intoxicated so much so that it got brought to my attention by another person. See, well, I think your son is not feeling well, so I had to take him aside and see what's happening, and then I brought him aside and got to know that he just had consumed alcohol. Well, now unknowingly that he just should know that he. That he doesn't know, doesn't know what is all about, how it takes you know, control over your body. I immediately had to rush him back home, and then my wife Pramila and myself were just talking and discussing that the Lord took control over us and you know helped us to have you know to give us the give us the strength. And again, we counsel our second one, and then he understood. He said he apologized that he was he didn't do it. You know, he just wanted to try it out. So I said to myself, "What is this happening, Lord? When I am trying to clean myself, and why are you doing this to my children?" Then the scripture came to mind that the spirit of the alcohol was leaving me, and when he came back to see that the house is getting clean and purified, he brought seven yes. more in the house. Yes. And then he was not attacking me, but he was attacking my children, who are my biggest weakness. Yes. My wife and myself were just saying, and we just saying, "Lord, thank you." Then we passed the test. You helped us. And praise God, brother. Uh, they are obedient. They will always be obedient. And I believe the Lord will keep them obedient always. And Isaiah eleven says, "The fear of the, uh, the spirit of the Lord rests upon my children. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord will be on them." Amen. Thank you, brother. That, as I said, I was not prepared for the testimony, but I had to speak out and I spoke out. Amen. You have to speak because that's where the blessing. And please pour the precious blood of Jesus upon them every day, because uh, as you rightly said, people don't realize when they get their blessing, they leave and just don't come back to listen to prayers or be part of a prayer group. The entire anointing is because you are part of a prayer group. The devil cannot touch you. There are people like Emu who pray daily for the. Precious blood of Jesus upon us and our family. You know, when I was in prayer, Jude, I asked the Lord, and He says, "You know, there's someone praying for you. That's why you're being blessed." Remember, without prayers, God does not move. He cannot move without our permission. Imagine He's God, but He cannot move without our permission. That is the amount of free will He has given man. So don't expect a miracle without us praying and asking God, because we need to depend upon Him. But He needs us to make that prayer. So you are blessed, Jude, and you'll always be blessed, and your children always be blessed because people are praying for you continuously. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Russell, are you there? Can you make some announcements about the WhatsApp and the? Yes, thank you, brother. Yeah, Just a short, quick announcement about our WhatsApp group, which will be we will be closing down the the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group WhatsApp group at the end of this month, thirty first January. We are migrating completely to the Telegram platform. You can find the Telegram app in the App Store or your Google Play Store, and I'll put a link as well in our chat here and on. Uh, I've already put a link on our YouTube channel for those that are watching live on YouTube. Please click that link and join the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group, or you can just install Telegram app and message either of us. We can add you as well into the group. Yeah, but the Holy Spirit uh, WhatsApp group will be shut down completely at the end of this month. So those that have not yet uh, moved across, please do so at your earliest, so you don't miss out. Yeah, and also can people know that you know there's a podcast as well, so people are not aware. 
uh, our daily morning praying and uh, you know the encounter with the lord and you know the the prayer sessions especially uh, we also have a facebook channel so can you please mention that as well yeah yeah we do have our, our facebook page as well for the prayer group so all our uh, teachings brother savio posts his reflections there every day the daily morning encounters with the lord the friday bible study uh, bible teaching sessions as well as uh, testimonies are posted as separate videos on that you can follow us on facebook every video is included on our youtube channel we shall shortly be going live probably in early feb we shall be going live uh, on youtube with our evening rosary and uh, chaplet the divine mercy chaplet as well for those that are unable to or have challenges with technology with joining on uh, zoom can also join us on youtube for those sessions uh, so that's coming soon um we also have our own uh, podcast where uh, the morning praying in tongues session and friday bible teaching sessions are loaded to our podcast channels these are then made available uh, on uh, google uh, google podcast the apple podcast as well as these and a few other common ones so you can listen to the teachings on any of these channels that you like it's the same thing the presence of god is there everywhere yeah also just request people to subscribe to youtube because if there are any new videos that come in you can always you know, i'm sure that is also important yeah yeah for people who don't attend or don't come on a friday they can at least get access to videos that get uploaded so then at least they get blessed to know that there's a video uploaded and they can uh you know click on it and get access to the teaching and to the prayers okay, yeah, thank you if you subscribe youtube will send you notifications so that's the the good thing there yes that's the plan so you get it straight on your phone thank you jesus thank you jesus yes anyone else would like to share our testimony before we start today's teaching उटर Right, it's so powerful. But later in the evening, I realized my throat pain subsided, and even the fever. So I want to thank and praise God and uh, Mother Mary. On and thank Mother Mary and all the guardian angels and saints for their edge of protection and hand over our life. Thank you, thank you, brother. Thank praise you. God. Thank you, thank you. And and also, I just want to say that please come in for the morning praying in tongues. Uh, if you cannot attend in uh, person, please you know listen to it. I'm sure so many people are listening. If you can put an amen, if you are being blessed with the morning encounter with the Lord, uh, this is every Russell brother Russell does this 365 days. Okay, there's no non-stop. Uh, you know, this is the total blessing for people who can start their day with this. If you can attend it, there's such a powerful anointing and there's a direct revelation from God every day. We get. a lot of messages from god 
uh, you know, for people. And sometimes the Lord talks to us personally. You feel that that answer, like Shanin comes back and shares something. It's like as if talking to you. Uh, it's so beautiful. Also for the evening, uh, you know, we have this rosary with the divine mercy. The mercy of God is so important. Okay. And so many people, I know Vincent and so many people are part of it. And I'm so blessed to be part of it. Um, you know, the rosary. And it's really, really, really beautiful. Uh, and also I request people to join the uh, Telegram group. It's not just because, uh, you know, it's just that you are part of a large family. And it's important uh, that you are part of us and we are part of you. And if you have any request, even if you have a common cold or if you have something you need to pray, if you're not having the best day and you need help, just put it on the Brisbane prayer, you know, on the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group that I need prayers, just pray for me. There will be someone praying for you. So do not feel ashamed that, oh my, if I should have put this. Any prayer request is welcome and all testimonies are welcome. So do not wait for a Friday. Post it on the WhatsApp group. Even if you can say thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer, it's still your thank the Lord. Remember, it's always God to be glorified, not the preacher, because it's always him that needs the glory. Okay, So please post all your prayer requests for anyone. If you need any help, we are a family. If it pains you, it pains us. So that's why it's important that we go all out and post any kind of prayer request so that all of us pray for one another. And that's what makes us stronger. Thank you, Jesus. So let's start our teaching for tonight. Uh, we are going to be doing the part five, which is steps nine and ten of our teaching. And this is the fifth installment in the teaching series. Thank you, Jesus. Let my lips only speak your word and your word alone. Nothing else but your word. And let everyone who hears your word be touched by your word. May your precious blood of Jesus be upon you and upon all the people who are here who listen to the word. Let the devil not come close to distract us because your word alone is the light and your word alone will touch each and every one's lives. Okay, so let's just recap the different uh, steps that we went through. The first one was let us fear. If you remember the series, we did the first one. and Let us be diligent. Then the second one we did is let us hold fast our confession. Let us draw near to the throne of grace. Let us press to maturity. Let us draw near to the most holy place. And in the last uh, installment we had done, let us hold fast our confession without wavering and let us consider one another. So as we go through all this, let us remember one thing. These confessions or these kind of, uh, you know, having these kind of resolutions are more about using them in your daily life. It's not about coming for a Friday session with the Lord and keeping it with you. If this teaching has touched your life, listen it, listen to it again. I would always advise you to take a pen and a paper or a book with you, maintain a diary with you. There are some using a gratitude journal. It's so beautiful to thank the Lord for beautiful things that it does for you in your life. Or remember, your Bible is not meant to be kept. It needs to be scribbled. If there is some scripture that touches you, share it on the prayer group or share it on the WhatsApp group. Also share it with others because the, this is, we are inheritance. We inherit uh, the scriptures because that's our inheritance. This is the joy and pride that we have in Christ who has done this for us. Okay, so we will look at the ninth step now that is found uh, in the opening verses of Hebrews 
that is chapter 12. Can you take me to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2? Yes, can you therefore, therefore, since we also have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's rid ourselves of every obstacle and the sin which so easily entangles us. And let's run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking only at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of the faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So praise God for this beautiful, uh, you know, teaching this beautiful verse. I, I read it again. It's therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, this is my version. Let us also lay aside every and every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has, set, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, what touched me here is fixing our eyes at Jesus, okay, on Jesus. Now, fixing our eyes on Jesus. There are many testimonies that I go through, and I know one testimony, uh, which was a preacher who was giving this testimony. A man of God was praying, and uh, he was a very powerful preacher. And he was making a prayer for actually another preacher who was suffering with cancer. And he did not want other people to know that he was suffering with cancer because he had a ministry of his own. And when this man of God was praying, the moment he was praying, he knew that he'll get healed, the, the preacher who had cancer. But he kept on looking at the man of God. And, and the moment he was looking at the man of God and praying and praying, nothing was happening. And, and, and that man of God was continuously praying. Many more people were getting healed, you know, during the praise and worship, during the entire teaching. But what really happened was when he took his eyes off the preacher and looked at Jesus. That's the time the anointing came over him and he was healed and set free. Cancer left immediately in the name of Jesus. I just want to share this because this is a life example of what happens when you look only at Jesus, the originator and the perfecter of faith. When you look at anybody else, the only miracle that takes place in our life when Jesus Christ comes alive on the screen. I always shared with you, and this is what the Holy Spirit has always taught me, is that he always makes Jesus Christ come alive in our life. When Jesus becomes more real than our problem, when Jesus becomes more real than our situation, whatever we may be going through, you may be going through a very terrible marriage, you may be going through a terrible boss in your workplace, 
you may be going through a very very rough patch with your health or with someone else's health in your family you may be going with an alcoholic spouse or with a spouse who's hitting you hammering you or you are in a bad relationship or you're gone into gambling or got into something whatever your situation focus and look only at jesus that's why i say the cross is the biggest blessing in our life and when you look at the cross some people think it's a shame that jesus hung there on a tree but the greatest blessing is the cross if truly you understand how powerful the cross is many times you may be going through a phase of your life where you cannot explain in words what pain you're going through to anybody but only the solution to your problem is there on the cross how many of you have understand what i'm saying if you know what i'm saying put an amen to this because the moment you look at jesus the things change the very power the very resurrection power of christ is within us that very resurrection power that brought jesus christ from the dead to life is that same power that is within you when you look at the cross remember god will raise you from that situation that is putting you in that trouble and bring you out of it why do you think situations like romans 828 come so real because jesus christ is real when you bring the situation in front of him he turns it around so he is the originator and the perfection perfecter of the faith now many people think that i pray it's important now today i'll tell you one thing i attend the rosary daily for people who are on rosary will know that but today my prayer with you know along with mother mary is so different earlier i prayed begging for you know please give me this give me that today i just pray that teach me who jesus is real show me who your son is because jesus was born in her womb and when i pray the rosary thing that what really happens is mother mary is an intercessor she helps us in this ministry she keeps us together and i know intercession is so important because we know that without jesus we are nothing but mother mary helps us to make you know jesus christ and shows us that he is the way don't look at me look at him today when i preach the word of god with so much of power with so much of faith and so much of courage it is just because of the strong intercession and we have a lot of prayer warriors who pray all the time so looking at jesus is the only way to get our faith renewed the word of god is the most important part of our life brothers and sisters never ever and there is no compromise on this no negotiation if you are breathing you need god's word in you okay without without his word we are nothing so jesus christ clearly says that in john 15:5 this scripture comes in every time to me without jesus i am nothing so today's scripture let us run with endurance the race that is set before us is so important that we have that race that is there set before us and we have to run with endurance we have to know that every obstacle that comes in our way okay we have that will be put in front of us there'll be a lot of obstacles so many testimonies here we heard molin just saying that there's a voice talking to her saying not to listen not to do it but she chose not to listen to the voice she chose to do what the lord's word is now we know that we are in a spiritual warfare everywhere the devil is putting obstacles everywhere wherever the believers are there are obstacles coming 
all we have to know is that faith will only grow when we pass that test and go to the next level remember jesus christ is the author and the perfecter he is the originator and perfecter of the faith so let us keep our eyes on jesus and focus on him okay and that is what will change everything in the realm of the spirit <clears throat> so lay aside every encumbrance is not that in the form insert it reads like this lay aside every encumbrance let us run with endurance the race the real letters phrase on which we need to focus is let us run with endurance the race that has set before us so endurance is very important many of us start with something and we quit midway knowing that if i started with my prayer if you don't see an answer to your prayer you know the devil keeps coming to us how many of you get a, a message saying oh look there's nothing happening in your life why don't you just quit i'm sure you hear that voice all the time okay you're praying for a job you don't see the job applications going on and on and nothing is happening but you have already claimed it in the spirit realm already claimed it and said lord i'm already blessed i've already got the job you've given a vision to god habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 and 3 says even if it delays it will come that's what god's word says so many many of us are holding back because and we are we are changing our confession because we don't see it coming you know we want it fast but god's timing is perfect time he ensures that he gives it at that time it is right for us so we keep holding fast to our confession as we went last time and running this race with endurance so we don't change just because you know something changes with us the christian life that we live is going to have a lot of challenges a lot of obstacles many of us as believers are seeing a lot of obstacles that keep coming and you say lord why me look at your family who doesn't do anything of this sort and all everything is good let's remember one thing your level of faith comes grows only when you meet the next level that will be thrown at you many times or uh, those challenges or the the tests that we are put in front of um, we have to go through it however you know a fire it may be it's like a fire that is there and we are in that furnace and we come out of it more successful the next time how many of you have gone through obstacles okay and held on to it held on to it even though you felt like quitting and today you feel the lord was with you throughout that entire obstacle be it anything but today your faith is more stronger and you know the lord is so real because if you had not seen that obstacle in your life you would never make time for god he didn't exist because you didn't have time today there's an obstacle you have time for god you have time for the word of god you have time for so many things because of that problem in fact that problem became a blessing in your life and now you have time for the lord so we run that race with endurance and that is the life that is uh, we are con- we compare it as a race so christianity is a race so there's a course that is marked out for us in advance and the success in the christian life consists of completing the course in accordance with the rules of the completion so these are what we have to do now the first thing that there are four points that we like to uh, look for successfully completing the race first one is the right mental attitude it's important that an attitude has to be right in the first place okay the first requirement is exemplified by the words by paul in philippians chapter 3 verse 10 to 11 can you take me sabio there philippians 3 10 to 11 
we're speaking about the relation to Jesus Christ. This is what he says. that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be conformed to his death. If somehow I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, the ninth point, I think Jane is taking notes. It's a run with endurance, the race. That is what the ninth step that is and our resolution run with endurance the race okay so we are not to stop we are to run with endurance yes so paul has a specific objective elsewhere and here clearly he says that i may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being confirmed to his death in order that i may attain to the resurrection from the dead now many of us know that when we did this teaching in ezekiel chapter 37 Okay, where the Lord speaks to Ezekiel and says, prophesy to the dead bones. Okay, I want to share with you, there's a teaching, Russell, I think you can post it if uh, you know people would like to go through that teaching. There was, the day we did that teaching, there were so many miracles that happened when people understood how to speak to dead situations and command in the name of Jesus. Many people don't realize that the power we have as believers is so powerful that every word that leaves our mouth has got power. If this is a realization that comes from the Holy Spirit and you realize because when the Holy Spirit makes that word come alive, heaven answers that prayer. A situation which may be dead in your life will become a reality. That is the power of the resurrection. So the resurrection power is in every believer. The moment you speak life into a dead situation in the name of Jesus, you are asking and commanding that situation to come to life. Okay. I want to share with you what the Holy Spirit had taught me always to go to the Father through Jesus. Okay. When you speak life to dead situations, try it. You may have a dead marriage. You may have a dead relationship with some of your friends. You may have dead problems in your finances, in your health. Speak life to these situations. This is what you learn today. Speak it in the name of Jesus and command the situations to change. Because you say, Lord, I learned this. I speak it and I know that these things will change. Okay. At, at this moment, I want you to go straight to John chapter 11. Okay, we'll come back. I just want you to know how Jesus made a prayer when he rose Lazarus from the dead. This is the same words you use. There's a powerful anointing when you use this. I have prayed this prayer. And why does Jesus make this attitude? Why does he speak like this? You need to have the right attitude when you make a prayer. And this is the mental attitude because you know without... Yeah, John, go down. I think it's... I don't know the scripture. John 11, come down. He says, Father, you hear me and you always hear me. Come down. Okay. Uh, wait, go on top. Go on top a little bit on top. Wait, wait, wait. 
come come a little bit on top okay a look at verse 41 okay what does he say father so they removed the stone and jesus raised his eyes and said father i thank you that you have heard me okay and verse 42 as well but i knew that you always hear me nevertheless because of the people standing around i say it so that they may believe that you sent me okay and then what he says lazarus come out and when okay. he had said these things he cried out with a loud voice lazarus come out now i just want to ask you sabhi and for all who are here understand this teaching today because you are going to use it for speaking to dead situations and you are going to come here and give testimony to god because you will realize the power that is in you is the resurrection power it is not ordinary power the holy spirit that lives in you you may know he is a gentleman god but he is not ordinary he is a resurrection power christianity is the only religion where god chooses us in every other religion we choose god here he comes and he sorts us out amen to that okay you understand one thing when he says lazarus come out change the word lazarus and speak marriage come alive finances come alive jobs come alive you're praying for a child my womb be blessed come alive make every situation come alive because that's the resurrection power you're praying with so your prayer goes like this father i thank you that you have heard me and you always hear me and i know lord in the name of jesus whatever i ask i receive and today your word also says in hebrews 11:6 that i believe that you exist and you are real and you reward those who diligently search you and i know i have searched you and found you and today i command the situation to turn in my favor because the same resurrection power lives in me the same power that raised my jesus from the dead in the name of jesus i command speak to the situation you want to turn around in the name of jesus and allow the word to leave your mouth this is a resurrection power that is leaving your mouth because the faith is in your heart abba father will make this prayer an answer prayer whatever it is even if it's a dead situation you will see it change and come on god is very powerful but he cannot move without our permission i just want to share this with you when god wanted to destroy destroy sodom and gomorrah he went to abraham and asked abraham you think god could not destroy it but abraham had his nephew lot there and he negotiated with god he said if there's a righteous would you destroy the righteous with the unrighteous and you know what god did he didn't destroy that place because abraham chose to stand there in the gap when we pray for one another you need to put yourself on the line many times we do prayers for someone you're praying for your son you're praying for your wife or praying for your spouse you're not standing on the line and say lord whatever judgment comes upon my spouse i stand there in the gap we have a teaching called standing in the gap i want you to know when you take 
faith is a risk when you stand on the line and say lord first you charge me before charging him the moment you do that you are operating in faith and you're saying father i know because i stand here in the gap between your judgment in the name of jesus i know this prayer is an answer prayer and my situation will change i want to share with you when you realize that the resurrection power is in you there can be nothing that can stop you from changing even dead situations god is a god of miracles when our when we start understanding how powerful he is he loves to get glory for the situation he is god his ways are not our ways when we stop when we give up and the last prayer we can make in our life that's where we reach from there he starts so he makes a way when there's no way so when you speak to the situation and say come alive instead of saying lazarus come out you say whatever your dead situation come alive if you have no job you say all the jobs come alive in my life you will have multiple offers and you will say lord i prayed for one i got five this is the power that you and i have and the devil does not want you and i to know this because there is a resurrection power in us this is the very creation power there's also a creation power you create with the words that you speak that's how god created and you create a new situation with the words that you speak i want you to know that this is because jesus christ is the author or the originator and finisher of our faith that name has power use it and believe that that name will change things in your life amen i hope you are blessed sab you are getting yes okay so you see paul paul had a specific objective he had he did not run okay yeah so he did not run aimlessly here we see in 1 corinthians take me to 1 corinthians 9 verse 26 to 27 he had an aim before him he knew that the goal what his goal was and was determined with his mental mental attitude that he goes on to say this and let's let's focus on these scriptures again powerful scriptures 1 corinthians yeah eric is it 26 and 27 yes it is 1 corinthians i'm just taking the notes yeah 9 26 and 27 26 27 therefore i run in such a way as not to run aimlessly i box it in such a way as to avoid hitting air but i strictly discipline my body and make it my slave so that after i have preached to others i myself will not be disqualified okay here what he says he has a goal in mind and he knows that he is running with a specific purpose okay he is not just doing it uh you know for for nothing he says i will strictly discipline my body and make it my slave so that the body subject he subject to him so that after i have preached to others i myself will not be disqualified so i'll ensure that i will stand up to what i preach now all this is only possible with the holy spirit okay i want you to understand one thing and i shared this let us not uh lose sight of the one who's helping us in our prayer life okay 
if you have understood today once the mass has become alive for many of you today after you attend the bible study because the moment you open the word of god every prayer in the holy mass becomes so real and alive it becomes so anointed that when you go for mass you feel so wonderful earlier you felt when that one hour will get over when will it get over today every prayer the priest makes to the father through jesus christ the holy spirit is uniting you with that prayer how many of you feel so powerful that these prayers are so real and so wonderful um put an amen because i would say i have i have really enjoyed the holy mass today and i feel the real presence of god you know when you take that eucharist you really know that this is jesus christ in body and blood and it's so real and that's where you feel that very transubstantiation of christ in you and nothing matters in the world not your money not your fame not your power because you become so real with christ and realize who he is to you so jesus is a relationship what we always say is have a relationship with him beyond our needs we need a relationship with jesus and jesus christ is alive today as we talk you know the anointing is there within all of us okay we'll also go to another scripture okay so that the word of god is powerful here we stick to what god's word says so philippians chapter 3 verse 12 not that i have already grasped it all or have already become perfect but i press on if i may also take hold of that for which i was even taken hold of by jesus christ this is but i press on so that i may lay hold of that which is also i laid hold of by jesus christ so Here he is. He had an aim before him. He knew what his goal was, and he was determined his mental attitude, and that's why with this attitude he says, "Now, not that I have already grasped it all, or already become perfect, but I press on. If I may take also take hold of what of of which for which I was even taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Now these are so deep inside, is that we need to have a purpose in our ministry." our very purpose is going out and preaching god's word to someone now you may say that i may not be a good preacher or you know what do i do brother how do i preach my word to someone talk about your testimony what christ has done to you okay has your life can you stand up and say i was so and so today i am changed can you see a change in your life if the change is real and you can see a change in your life do not change yourself just speak what you are today that very testimony will touch someone's life now this is something you can testify to anyone so you don't need to pick up a scripture and say oh this is the scripture first thing you bring christ to someone is talking about your own life your life is your greatest transformation is your greatest testimony so that is what you need to bring to someone and that is all you need to talk about someone's testimony it can be a blessing to everyone that's why giving a testimony you do not know the power in your testimony 
it because someone else would be waiting for her. It's like your their prayer is answered through your testimony. So always give a testimony. And now Paul had a vision that Christ laid hold of him for a purpose, and fulfilling of that purpose means must release to the purpose, and that was the very plan. He must be determined that the purpose of Christ will become his purpose, and so he continues. Uh, if you take me to verse thirteen as well, go to thirteen and fourteen. We'll continue with what Paul had to say. Brothers and sisters, I do not regard myself. as having taken hold of it yet but one thing i do forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead i press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward calling of god in christ jesus praise god okay so what paul has done here is he has very clearly said he had a vision that christ laid hold of him for a purpose and we we clearly understand that that what really happens here is the phrase i press on he clearly says you know i press on i hold on okay forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead so we press on towards the goal for the prize of our upward call of god in christ jesus now paul went through a lot of torment and torture in his entire ministry okay so many times he was beaten and you know he said i now no longer live it is christ that lives in me that is one of the best scriptures that come alive for us in our daily life for people who are struggling with life and people who are having all kinds of depression all kinds of failure thoughts or every kind of anxiety especially depression of any kind of sort Galatians two twenty is all about Christ living in you. You realize that you don't live in the flesh; you were in the flesh, but you were crucified with Christ. And now, who lives in you is the Holy Spirit, and your spirit is alive with the Holy Spirit. So, when that comes alive, and when that scripture comes alive, there is no question of depression coming in and staying inside you, because the truth is in that I now no longer live. So, when you attach yourself to something, obviously. there's an expectation and that's where the devil holds us in that area notice the phrase i press on you know he keeps on saying that i press on twice okay this is the mental attitude you and i need to share i press on i have a goal i haven't arrived but i know where i'm headed so when paul uses i press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of god in christ jesus there is a reward for those who successfully complete the race let's always keep that goal in mind reminding ourselves that we don't want to lose our god appointed reward at the board the reward is given at the end of the race and this is a race because as we learned the step nine that christianity is a race that we run and god has a calling for each of us in our life that we press on and hold on and do not give up if the devil puts any kind of obstacles in you remember you will cross that because you will not be tempted beyond what you can control god will not allow you to go beyond that so just press on take the name of the lord and keep moving forward i will tell you there will be more blessings that you will see once you keep moving forward i shared last time that we always should look at the eternal and not at the physical realm 
many of us should understand that words that leave our mouth move in the spirit realm. The prayer gets answered in the spirit realm and shows up in the physical realm. Okay, it's not the other way. Many of us pray and want to see things change immediately, instantly. Sometimes it's the Holy Spirit gets it done instantly. Sometimes it takes time. The moment it takes time, you need to hold on with patience and know that God has already answered my prayer. And I hold on to God and I hold fast to my confession. This is what we learned last time, without wavering. So it's important that we understand this is a race that God has given us. And we will have obstacles on this race, but we have to hold on and press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So there's a reward for those who successfully complete the race is what it says. Now, the, again, and the next attitude should be self-control. Now, this is so important. The second condition for success in this race is self-control. Again, it is illustrated by the words of Paul. Again, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 25. Self-control is so important in our daily life. Okay, many times this is an attitude that will change. You know, uh, you know, if you have the control within it. This is again a blessing from the Holy Spirit. But to those who are called, who are the called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than mankind, and the weakness of God is stronger than mankind. Okay, but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, he says, Christ, the power of God, okay, and the wisdom of God, for the foolishness of God is wiser than mankind. Many of us don't realize that it can be foolish, or foolishness of God is wiser than even mankind, that of mankind, and the weakness of God is stronger than mankind. You know, how powerful it is when you go to God and says, in my greatest weakness is your strength, O Lord. Okay, what is foolish for mankind is greater or wiser for you, Lord. You're my wisdom, you're my rock, you're my understanding, you're my strength, you're my everything. Now, there is so much power when we surrender our plans to God and say, God, you have made me with a plan and purpose in my life. Let your plan and let your will be done for me in my life. The Our Father said, let thy will be done in my life. Let thy kingdom come and let thy will be done. You know, the greatest prayer is the Our Father. The Father God knows exactly what's his plan in our life. But if you do not allow him to take permission or control over our life, because you don't give him the authority, how can that plan manifest in our life? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, a plan of prosperity, a plan of blessing. Many of us don't realize if you are Christian and you are blessed, you always speak always blessings over your life. Do not stand there and say, Lord, I will never get anything in life. Speak. That is not God's word. God's word says that he wants to bless you in everything. It is, he is the shepherd and we shall not lack anything. 
no way god says i will not give you anything he says you are blessed beyond what you know the point is that we do not realize the power we have as believers and that's why we make wrong confessions and because of the wrong confessions we get the wrong result i start sharing with you always speak that your business is blessed customers are flooded your business god send the angels to bring the customers in the name of jesus command the angels to go out and get things for you in the name of jesus do you know every believer has an angel and the angel waits for your command you can command the angel in the name of jesus to go and get what you are praying for and that will be done for you now unless you know the truth only then you will be able to apply it otherwise you will always be begging god please help me please help me please help me i want to understand yes you definitely need to surrender to god and pray that his will be done in your life but if you know god's will if it's a question of healing savio i just want to ask you is it god's will that you be healed yes okay you having a headache sir okay i'm just giving you an example now you will will say lord let your will be done in my life will you pray that way or will you say lord i rebuke the headache in the name of jesus just like you cursed the fig tree in, in mark 11:14 i curse this headache in the name of jesus and right now i know by the stripes and wounds of jesus i am completely healed of this headache and you'll thank god and praise god is that going to be your pattern or you'll say lord let your will be done in my life so i will rebuke the headache from my life why why will you rebuke the headache and why do you know your prayer will be answered because the word of god says it says that you yeah, to command healed. yes exactly no because the will of god is that you are healed. understand yes. you can't pray without god's will in it okay if god does not will it you don't get that answered prayer are you getting me yes but if you know a god's will is that you are healed then you go confidently and make the prayer because it's his will when you pray according to his will you will get the answer are you getting me yes so first rebuke that evil because every kind of sickness the author of the sickness is sit so you need to rebuke if you are having diabetes or having a heart problem or having cancer or any kind of covid you rebuke covid because that is not god's calling because remember one thing i share this with you again this the holy spirit taught me is that when we say the our father savior when we say our father who art in heaven hallow be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven yes are you getting me what i'm saying yes. now on yes. earth as it is in heaven i want to ask you savio you do you think in heaven there is sickness there is disease there is depression there is hatred there is no. lack in heaven do you think there is lack in heaven no so who has created this lack is god creating the lack or we have created choosing our words, our words. you know are, yes are you understanding yes. it is not god's will that we have depression it is not god's will that we have lack because we choose to use those words because we are not aware what power that we have now the our father is the most beautiful prayer we'll have a whole teaching on this okay the our father every word we will have sessions on every um prayer in that so that we go so deep in prayer okay but my point here is that understand as it is in heaven okay so give us this day our daily bread okay so before that he says let me have all that is there in heaven okay on earth as it is in heaven so there's a comparison there and it says whatever you have in heaven bless me here in heaven there is no lack in heaven there is no uh, you know shortfall of anything in heaven there is no disease so does god want you to have disease in you? no 
or does he want you to be healed by the stripes and wounds he wants us to be healed by the stripes and wounds okay so i'm i'm just saying this with you if you know that there is a curse appearing somewhere in someone's life is it your is it the will that you responsibly use the word jesus and break that curse as per galatians 3:13 yes correct yes now if you know to make this prayer and break the curse you think that curse will go down the generation or it will be curse it be cancelled immediately it'll be cancelled immediately okay now this is god's will for you when you pray according to god's will and you know his will then you don't say god let your will be done in my life okay so you are praying for someone who's dying there okay in the hospital and you god us you have gone there to make a prayer will you say that the person dying lord let it be your will whatever you want to no okay god wants a powerful warrior to stand in the gap and say father in the name of jesus i rebuke this cancer come out of this person in the name of jesus because every word that leaves my mouth the name of jesus every knee bows this cancer bows in the name of jesus and it comes out of this person for the glory of god and you have heard me father and you always hear me and now i say by the stripes and wounds of jesus this person is healed do you believe the healing will take place yes i want you to understand if you make prayers like this you will start seeing the glory of god let us not make prayers and say lord let your will be done because you are not praying there the will of god you know god's will is to heal the person who is sick he says that in matthew 16:17 you lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed is that god what the lord says yes if his will says that then he that's his word his word is his will and the timing is now some people make the wrong prayers and not realize that nothing will happen because you have not prayed anything as per will god is asking waiting for your permission to take action and you are not giving god permission because you're not allowing that scripture to come in your mouth the word of god is power okay savio yes i hope someone is understanding can you put an amen to this can you start making prayers like this now amen put an amen if you're really getting this start making these kind of prayers because anyone who's sick you need to pray healing over them you cannot say god let your will be done in their life that is not the prayer god's will doesn't say that oh, you need to know his will okay a person who is jobless needs to get a job is it god's will that you put food on the table savio yes so if you pray a prayer of agreement can you say god let your will be done if you don't want to give him the job don't give no because god wants to bless you. his his words in 14 419 philippians 419 he says he will provide all our needs that's a need it's not a want it's a need okay so self control yes. here says do you know that those who run in a race all run but only one receives the prize run in such a way that you may win everyone who competes in the games exercises self control in all things then they do it to receive a perishable that is a perishable prize but here we have an imperishable prize okay that's what we get when we run the race with christ okay the objective is to win the prize if we are going to win the race we must meet the conditions of self control it's obvious that every athlete who wishes to participate in world competition has to exercise the most greatest self control now negative thoughts keep coming so i'll just give you a resolution okay i know jude said a very powerful testimony about uh, you know about about alcohol so if you have taken a decision never to drink alcohol okay yes. 
wouldn't you, if you go for a party, won't your friends say, sir, we just have one pet. Start with one. Yes. Wouldn't this come yes. to you? Yes. Okay. Temptation. It will come from your, it will come from your closest friend, not even yes. from anybody. Yeah. Okay. We'll say, hey, what should I pour for you? Whiskey or you would like to have rum? Which is better for you? They will yes. not ask you. Okay. And even if they pour a glass and say, hey, sir, we've already poured your glass. Now it is your self-control there because you make a decision in God and say, God, I choose not to drink today, but you will give me the strength to say no. Because you made a prayer, the Lord will be with you. Are you getting me? Yes. Self-control can be only exercised as a spiritual gift. You can't do it in the flesh. Are you yes. getting me? Yes. You cannot do it in the flesh. Okay. Same with tithing. People who tithe and who give their tithe is one-tenth. They can't do it in the physical realm. It's impossible. You'd say, why should I give my money? But the ones who give are giving it because the Holy Spirit has made that alive to them. They have become givers like Christ. Christ was a giver. He gave till the end. Okay, keep giving. Now try to give. It's not easy in the flesh. The same thing with self-control. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. We need to pray for that gift because unless until we hold fast to our self-control. Today, if there was some match going on. Savio, just yes. giving an example. There's a big match going on. India is playing Pakistan. Just taking an example. Okay. There's a cricket yes. match going on. At the same time, there's a prayer meeting. Yes. Now, what do your friends will say? Hey, Savio, there's a cricket match going on. You can always hear the prayer meeting on the recording. Yes. Why don't you just come and let's, let's have a good time together? Isn't that a temptation? Yes, it is. At the same time, the Lord is saying, Savio, I need you to read that word because Vivek could be preaching and I want you to read that. Now, yes. the point is, if you don't have self-control, what would you do? Go and watch the cricket match instead. But at the same time, you'll be giving up the session on the word of God. Is that clear? Yes. Now, this is not possible unless the Holy Spirit says, no, Savio, what is more important? Okay, the match can always be watched. But someone's soul will be saved when you read that word. Are you yes. getting it? Yes. Self-control does not come from the flesh. You can't do it. You'll do it once or twice, but you'll fall very badly after that. Okay. That's why many people who, who say for Lent, we will not drink for the 40 days. What happens when Easter happens? Sorry? Then they uh, get drunk on the day. They drink for all the 40 days, correct? Yeah. Yes. So they take, make up for the 40 days. Yeah. Now that's not self-control. That is that is very, very clearly saying that I'm going to control, show everyone, see 40 days, I was totally, totally, you know, absolutely off alcohols. I was a very good, I was like a saint. But on the 41st day, they go back and say, oh, now it's full time. Okay. I just want you to understand self-control does not come from the flesh. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. You need to pray for this gift. Lord, you bless me with your self-control that I run this race and whatever obstacle comes on, let me not give up, but hold fast because I know the prize that is there at the end of the race. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. Okay, the third condition is endurance. Now, endurance is important again because without endurance, we can't do anything. Okay? That is an essential part of our character as a Christian because we have to achieve this and endurance must be cultivated. Okay? It does not come automatically. Hebrews 12.1, Savio.
Therefore, since we also have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's rid ourselves of every obstacle and the sin which so easily entangles us. And let's run with endurance the race that is set before us. Okay, to understand endurance, let me explain to you what is the opposite of endurance. Savio, endurance is going ahead and completing yes. the job. What is the opposite of completion or endurance? Okay, what is the option? Opposite. Uh, uh, failure to complete or failure or quitting yeah, okay quitting yeah. quitting quitting is the exact opposite of endurance endurance yeah. you decide that i will make it work whatever obstacle comes my way i will do it okay in life yeah yes exactly again uh, to give up is exactly opposite of endurance okay or to quit christians cannot yes. afford to be quitters when god commits something to us we must set our face and go through with it okay there is a close relationship between self-control and endurance as i shared with you Okay, that is why I put them in that order. It's that in that particular order that we are going with. Without self-control, we cannot and will not achieve endurance. Okay, so if you cannot say that I'll have endurance, but no self-control. Self-control and endurance are part of it. We have to master our weakness. Now, if you have a sin of going out and, you know, see, like many, many times, if an alcoholic has gone through whatever and he's been healed of alcohol, and if he goes for a party where there is a lot of alcohol being served, is there a chance he may go back and start drinking? Yeah, there is a chance. So what happens? The best thing is to have a self-control of not going for that party in the first place. Okay, because there's a chance that this man has, you know, suffered so badly. And because of him, there was poverty in his family because of the alcohol he drank. And if he goes for that party and does not exercise, you know, self-control with endurance, then what will happen? He will go back to the bottle. Are you getting yes. it? Yes. Yes. So this is required in our daily life as a Christian. Now, this is a prayer that we make to the Holy Spirit. And we don't get it. Okay. We don't just get it. And we say, okay, we've got endurance. We get it because it gets cultivated in our life. The Holy Spirit makes this come alive. Okay. Now, people who are healed. Okay. Many people. I'm sure on this prayer group, many people also are healed of addictions. Okay, some are addicted to pornography, some are addicted to liquor, some are addicted to gambling, some are addicted to, I mean, whatever you are addicted to. When the Holy Spirit comes and destroys the yoke of the devil, okay, the devil binds you into it because it's a stronghold. Okay, a stronghold is a room full of lies. Okay, the devil keeps, there are thoughts keep on coming and you're stuck in that thought. The moment you try to get in, the devil again brings you another guilty thought and again you fall in it. Okay. But the moment you get healed of that, the Holy Spirit makes that, you know, the taste of that alcohol leave. Are you understanding? Can someone yes. put an amen if you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm just giving you the area of alcohol. But you could have been caught up in the area of pornography. You got an area of, you know, any kind of, any kind of addiction. It could be your own work. You may be a workaholic. You never made time for your family. That could have been an addiction. You could, anything that gives center, takes away Christ, from your life and puts something else first is an addiction. It does not just mean alcohol. Okay, it could be anything in your life. You may be a workaholic and just working all day and night. You don't have no time for prayer, no time for anything else. And today the Lord has come alive in your life. You cannot pray. I guarantee you this. You cannot make prayers unless the Holy Spirit is alive in you. 
because the Holy Spirit is holy and he keeps praying. I'm sharing this with you, you know, as first-hand information. You are praying only because the Holy Spirit is alive. You will not stand up to pray the rosary for 45 minutes. You can sit and watch a program for 45 minutes. But why is the Holy Spirit wanting? Because he's so, come on, Vivek, let's pray. Come on, let's pray together. Come on, let's make prayers. Today, the mass is meaningful. Why do you go for church? Earlier, you saw why let it be, it doesn't matter. If I miss Sunday, next Sunday. But why it is so important for you? There are people who go for mass daily. Savio, you go for mass, right? Yes. Isn't that mass coming alive every day? Don't yes, you feel that calling, you know, like Newton says, he gets up in the morning at four o'clock. It's not possible at 4.30 to get up every day, you know, to go tongues, praying in tongues for two hours. Someone says, praying for tongues for two hours. Okay, is it possible? How does two hours go? If I speak to Newton, you'll say, I will not know. I start and it ends. Okay, this is how it happens when you are in the Lord. I just want to share with you the anointing of the Holy Spirit has a lot powerful. Okay. I pray at the end that, you know, we just make a prayer for any kind of addiction today. Let's, let's make a prayer of agreement that anyone into any addiction is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let's take the name of that person. If it be alcohol, pornography, any kind of addiction, doesn't matter what addiction. We only know when the Holy Spirit gets over, the taste of that very addiction leaves the person. And the person cannot do the same thing again. I want you to know that when we make prayers, as strong prayers as believers, things start changing. And I shared, brothers and sisters in Christ, remember my words today. Again, I speak this. The power is in the spirit realm. The realm of the spirit is more powerful. Understand which realm you're operating. When you operate in the realm of the spirit, when the Holy Spirit makes that word you speak, the scripture that you speak alive, things start changing in your life. Start operating with command. Jesus, did he say, Jesus, Lazarus, please come out? Did he say like that? No. What did he say? Lazarus, come out, commanded. There's a command. The language of the spirit world is commanding. We as Christians have to understand, we command. If you're commanding a cancer to come out in the name of Jesus, you have to command it to come out. It won't come out otherwise. You're talking to an evil spirit. And you need to understand this. When you make the prayer in confidence and in the name of Jesus, that prayer is an answered prayer. God will move when you give him permission. And believing in our heart that when you make that prayer, things happen. Tonight, we are going to make a prayer for addictions. Okay, There are many people in any kinds of addictions. Let's believe. Remember one thing. Many people say, brother, I also want the anointing. I want the anointing. Sometimes when, I, when we pray in the spirit, okay, Savio, you know this. When yes. we pray in the spirit, some people, you know, get the anointing so powerful. It's not just, you know, slaying in the spirit, but the Lord becomes so real for them. Things start changing in their life, okay? But the biggest requirement in the anointing or receiving this anointing of the Holy Ghost or the power of the Holy Spirit is your desire in your heart. If you come like a child, you always get it. If you come with your baggages saying, oh, who's the preacher praying? He's praying, what will happen? If you come that way, nothing happens to them. But the one who comes says, Lord, I'm sorry for everything. I come as a child. I will receive tonight. I will go with a blessing. I will go with this powerful anointing. Things change in their life. They receive a powerful anointing and they are blessed from that day onwards. It's a new life for them. Do you want to receive this? I'm just asking all of you. Okay. In the name yes. of Jesus. Okay. This is real, my friends. It's real. It's changed my life. 
and I'm sharing this with you. So the word of God is so powerful. So endurance is important. As we know, we should not be quitters. When God commits something to us, we must set our face and go through it. There's a close relationship between self-control and endurance. If we don't endure, then what will happen is that we will fall for our weakness. Now, we have to master our weakness. Otherwise, every time we are tested in that weakness, emotional, psychological, or physical, will get us down all the time. Savio, have you, have you faced all this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Definitely. If you are not in the Lord and you are weak, what will happen? Will you fall into that sin? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Today, when you are born again of the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit has come alive in your life and the word of God is alive in you, can you sin now? No. The Holy Spirit does not allow you to sin. I just want you to understand this. Who of you understand what I'm talking now? Can you put an amen if you really understand what I'm saying? And you are, are under the control of the Holy Spirit. Every time, say, a person wants to drink, you cannot drink because the Lord is not allowing you to drink. Or if you want to watch something wrong, the Lord will not, your eyes will burn. You can't see it. You'll just de delete it. See, it's real. We, we all wearing it. Okay, None of us have escaped it. We are all wearing it. God made this alive to us. I just want to share this with you. This is powerful when you understand this. Amen to that. So unless we master our weakness and give our weakness to the Lord, he makes that weakness our strength. He turns that weakness to our strength. Another thing that we need, the fourth condition for success is important, is to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Let us not take our eyes off Jesus. The fourth condition for success is to keep our eyes on Jesus. And this is stated again in Hebrews, we take verse 2, 12 to Looking only at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of the faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Praise God. Okay, so it's very clear that here, is that Paul knew that he had won the race, he had finished the course, and he knew the prize was there waiting for him. And that is basically, uh, you know, that is a glorious testimony that it can be your testimony and my testimony. And my testimony, if we need to meet the conditions, is very clear that we have to be continuously holding on and keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. Okay. Uh, this is very, very important. If our eyes are not on Jesus, looking only at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of our faith, we started with this. Then only we'll be able to complete that race. Many times it does happen that you look at the preacher. This is why I always say, do not give glory to the preacher. Because what will happen? It's nothing but idolatry. If I come in and say, you know, you know, Savio, I've got power. If I pray, everything will be heard. If you pray, you won't have that power. But I have the power. The moment I do that, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a preacher from God's kingdom. I'm not, I'm a false prophet. That's what God's word says. Because every glory must be to the Lord Jesus himself. Because he's the one who's doing it. I'm doing nothing. Okay. Remember one thing. If we look at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of the faith, our very shift will take place. We will not start looking at the physical realm, but at the spirit realm. Many of you understand this and start making prayers and realize that the moment the word left my mouth in the name of Jesus, God has answered it. Okay. So this is something 
that I want you to know. Today, I've, I'm just praying, I was praying and I got a scripture, you know, it's Philippians 2.10. But the very, uh, the very originator of this scripture that was there was from, um, I'll share this with you, Isaiah chapter 45, verse 23. Look at this scripture. This is God speaking to us, okay? And he says, I swear, when you take mine, he uses this word. I want you to hold this, hold fast to this scripture as well. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 23. I have sown myself. The word has gone out from my mouth in righteousness and will not turn back. That to me, every knee will bow. Every tongue will swear allegiance. Okay. I want you to understand one thing. God says, for I am the God, okay, then there is no other. I have sworn by myself. What is God saying here? Sabi, you understand what I'm saying? The word has gone out from my mouth in righteousness and will not turn back. Are you understanding? God's yes. word is so powerful that it says if it has left my mouth and when we speak God's word, what are we doing? We are speaking the righteousness of Christ. Okay. Yes. The moment that word leaves our mouth, it will not turn back. Let's hold fast to the scripture. It will not turn back. Every knee will bow. Do you know every knee means every situation bows to the name of Jesus? Okay, that's same thing. Now take the same scripture in Philippians 2.10. Go to Philippians 2.10. What I wanted from this scripture is I sworn by myself. It means God has sworn by himself, by his name. That when you speak the word, that word will not come back. Because you're speaking exactly his word. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue, you can use that as well. And that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now every knee will bow. Is that in capital? Yes. Are you understanding every knee? I want to tell you one thing. Every situation bows to the name of Jesus. Amen to that. Amen. Every situation bows to the name of Jesus. You could be praying in Brisbane for someone in, in America. That person does not know you. But if you make the name in the name of Jesus, it's put in capital letters, not in small letters. It says every knee. Every knee means every knee. In the heaven, on earth, and every devil or every demon bows to the name of Jesus. That's why when you command in the name of Jesus, you should go all out. You should not be commanding and say, Lord, I pray that your will be done. Please pray, Lord, I pray. This is not the way you make a prayer when you're commanding because you know God's will. You go with confidence. Because Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. He will not step back. Last time we learned that he's a high priest. When we make a confession... He holds fast. You hold fast to it. He takes it and goes to the Father and says, this is a confession made in my name. You have to, you have to honor it. And says, yes, your word. Yes, it's my word. 
my word has been spoken if your word is spoken it's done now this is a done deal this word every knee will bow is in capitals so have you have you seen any in capitals yes every knee will bow it is in capital letters every knee will bow so please understand every situation will bow to the name of jesus amen amen so this is important and and this is why we should hold on to the name of jesus who is the perfecter of our faith and bring us that particular victory so without jesus we can do nothing okay i want you to take that scripture again for people who don't use it i use this daily okay remember one thing without jesus i am nothing okay again take me there philip uh, john 15:5 keep this all these scriptures that we are discussing or we are, we are going through please keep this in your daily prayers start speaking these scriptures lord jesus without you i am nothing and how the disciples say lord you have the words of eternal life you have the words of eternal life let your word come alive in me john 15:5 i am the vine you are the branches the one who remains in me and i in him bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing okay so without god we can do nothing so remember this scripture hold on to this and say jesus without you i am nothing okay he says you are the vine i am the branch lord without you i cannot have that spiritual enlightenment without you i cannot have the holy spirit without you i cannot go to the father so i need you in my life lord let your word come alive so this is how we hold on to scripture and let that scripture come alive knowing that lord without you i can do nothing amen okay lastly was a testimony of the victor apostle paul was a victor and here was his testimony take me to 2 corinth 2 timothy chapter 4 was 7 and 8 okay as we finish this step he says i have fought the good fight we have done this in the previous teaching Two Timothy was four. Timothy four seven to eight. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In the future, there is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous Judge. will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have loved his appearing amen paul knew he had won the race he had finished the course and he knew the prize that was waiting for him this is a glorious testimony of every uh, person who's a victor who knows that he's he has already won this race okay so that's why it's very important that we speak our faith there's someone praying for a job you should always say lord i've already got the job are you getting me sir yes because when you pray like this you already expect god to give you you got to expect from god because faith is already believing you have received hope is already an expectation it's an eternal expectation that your prayer is answered and you always thank him for that answer sir the last step is step 10 which is uh, in that teaching is showing gratitude okay we'll go straight to the scripture here It's Hebrews twelve twenty eight to twenty nine. 
Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let's show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. It's, it's very important that we read this again. Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Can it be shaken, Savio? No. Show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Now, what is he trying to say here is, it's very important that we understand that in the King James Version, it says, take me this, take me in the King James Version, please. The same thing. Yeah, sure. It says, let us have grace. I'm going to go deep in this. I want you to understand there's power in this very test, very, very scripture. I'll explain why it's important that you understand that thanksgiving and grace go hand in hand. You can't have grace unless you are thankful. Gratefulness is very important. Okay, so that's why gratitude. Yes. Therefore, therefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Okay. I just want to explain one thing very critically for people who are taking notes and understand this very important. It's important to understand the connection between grace and thanks. The King James translation is the literal translation says to have grace is basically in Greek. It is to express the giving of thanks. I want to also say that, that you cannot have the grace of God in your life unless you practice giving thanks to God. Grace and thanks go together. Okay, it's not I have grace and I don't have thanks. So many people say, Lord, have, I want the grace of God is sufficient for me in my life. If you are not grateful to God for what he has done for you, you can't have the grace of God because grace and thanks go hand to hand, hand to hand. Okay, they're together. Therefore, there's nothing more ungracious than an unthankful person. Whereas a thankful person will always experience the grace of God. Have you got this? Up? Yes. So gratitude is very, very important in our life. Grace is an unmerited favor from God. Suddenly you see the hand of God on your life and you see something unexpected come your way. Okay. Savi, when you see an unexpected promotion in your career, okay, you get a job. Suddenly there's a boss calls you in. Okay. Yes. And you get an unexpected promotion. What happens? Yes. You say, Lord, I it never is. even asked for it and you gave yes. it to me. Are you getting um, Yes. And Many I'm times in our thankful. life, how many of you have got, you know, um, you know, you just got an unexpected blessing in your life. Okay, it could be in your marriage, it could be in your job, it could be in your children. Okay, you never knew your child will get a job. Suddenly applied first time and got a job, cleared a very difficult exam. Or, you know, something happened in your life. You didn't even know and God just blessed you. Okay. Yes. This is grace. Grace always comes to a person who's thankful. Please remember this. When you say, thank you, Jesus, you are getting his grace upon your life. You cannot have grace to an unthankful person. Many times we are grumpy because we think of things that don't work in our life and look at God and say, Lord, why should I thank you? What should I be thankful for? But I want your grace in my life. Father, give me grace. Do you expect grace to come in your life? No. 
No. Grace and thanks go hand in hand. So if you are not thankful, that's what scripture says. You don't expect the grace and the consuming fire in your life. Okay? So thank you, Jesus. Thank you for all that you do for me in my life. Thank you for all that you're blessing the prayer warriors on the, on the Brisbane prayer group. All my brothers and sisters who keep me in prayers, you keep me on praying for others, thanking God for the answered prayer, thanking things. Suddenly you'd see the grace of God coming in your life. Why? Because you activate the grace of God by being thankful to him. I used to be always grumpy, never thanking God. But I realized that with thanking God, there's so much of power because you're thanking him. His grace, the unmerited favor comes upon us. Okay? Grace, can the grace be earned, Savio? No. We can't earn yes. grace, right? Because no. there's something that happened on the cross that Jesus did for us. We have the grace of God in our life. Amen? Amen. Please remember, grace and thanks go hand in hand. Okay? Always be thankful for all that he has done for you till now. Many people who are in a very big depression are not thankful for the good times they had in life. They only focus on those four times when, you know, things never worked out. You are alive today. If you are dead and gone, can you make prayers? Can you be thankful? Can you do anything? No. Okay. Can a dead man do anything? Or dead person? No. No. Okay. Today you are alive. Isn't that a blessing? Yes. Shouldn't you be thanking God? God, you kept me alive. Thank you, Lord. That is self-sufficient. Such a great thing. Okay. Yes. Things can change in your life. Learn to be thankful to God. Say, thank you, Jesus, for all that I've got, got in my life. For all the good times. That's why I said, share a gratitude journal in your life. Things will change. Two requirements. Remember, God requires two responses from us as people. First, he requires us that we appreciate what we have, he does for us. And secondly, he requires that we express our appreciation at all times. Okay. It's important to understand that we need to express our appreciation. Okay, when someone does something for you, do you thank them, Sarvi? Yes. You say, thank you so much, teacher, for teaching my child. You know, Because yes. of you, my child has improved. Shouldn't we thank Jesus and say, Jesus, you came into my life. My life has changed. Yes. Amen. My life has changed. I just want to thank you, Lord. Without you, like Sharon gave a, a testimony today. She said, without Jesus, how do I even say thank you to, to my Lord? That should be the unceasing grace in your heart. Say, Lord, how do I thank you? You've done so much for me. You know, I was, I was in the grave. You picked me up and you gave me a life. And you have blessed me beyond what even I can think and even imagine. I can't even express in words. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus, for being so much in my life. Thank you for the destiny helpers. Thank you for all that you do for me. Thank you for the breath in my very lungs now. I breathe. Thank you for turning the situations that were against me in my favor. Are you getting? You express this. Now, people who are really grateful to God... You know, they never take time to tell God how grateful they are. How would you like, how would you feel that, you know, your children, you do so much for them and you, they don't even say anything that you've done so much for me. You know, you should not take it that way, not take it for granted. Okay. So we teach God like that. We just take it for granted. Okay. You kept me alive today. So everyone is alive. So big thing. This is not the way you say, thank you, Lord. You kept me alive for all the beautiful times in life. Lord, I want to thank you. I want to thank and praise you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. Remember, thanking and grace go hand in hand. Grace is the greatest thing that we have for what Christ did for us. Okay? Now, one thing is acknowledging God. And you know this, the best scripture, Russell's favorite scripture, my scripture is Proverbs 3.6. Can you take us there? Proverbs 3.6. Proverbs 3.6.
in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths so remember one thing one of the most important things is to acknowledge god in all our ways and he directs our paths okay when you acknowledge him things will change lord thank you because of you i am what i am today because of you i have a job because of you i have finances because of you i have food on the table thank the children also without god we have nothing whatever you get a new car savio you, you thank the lord isn't it yes you can't say that i earned this car it was my effort god gave you the job he gave you the money to buy the yes. car yes yes okay so you acknowledge god in everything okay now we go to god's unshaken kingdom and understand this now we need to look at the background of this exhortation to thank to be thankful okay remember the whole thing the point is on gratefulness okay have you seen savio let me ask you this question and all of you people who are thankful and grateful are they happy in life yes okay you will always see a smile on them because they are always thankful about everything in life thank you lord so beautiful thank you people who appreciate always have a kind and good word in their mouth are you getting it yes you'd always see them happy would you see them sad no this is a nature i'm not talking of just believer i mean anyone you meet who is always grateful and thankful you say wow thank you savio thank you so much you know there are so many people you meet in your walks of life but the point here is god is saying that be thankful for what i have done for you let us remember that we need to thank him and let him know that he has done so much for me without him in my life i could be nothing okay let's go to hebrews chapter 12 and 25 to 27 see to it that you do not refuse him who is speaking for if those did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth much less will we escape who turn away from him who warns us from heaven and his voice shook the earth then but now he has promised saying yet once more i will shake not only the earth but also the heaven this expression yet once more denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken as of created things so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain okay we know that the spirit realm is always unshakable i want to share this one with you today we having covid around today we are having all kinds of problems around okay we are in a world today which is crumbling okay do you agree sir yes it's all falling apart all across there is uncertainty flexibility we don't know we have a job today tomorrow what's going to be happening okay very very important there is division there are war there are leaders fighting each other everyone is you know greedy to make more money okay things are growing back to worse 
Now, one thing what God is saying, there's going to be a time when I'm going to shake once more, not only the earth, but also the heavens. The once more indicates that there's going to be a final shaking. And in this final shaking, everything that can be shaken will be removed. Okay. But in the light of this, the Hebrews says in verse 28, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude. Are you getting? Yes. Be grateful for the kingdom that we serve cannot be shaken. Okay, that's the kingdom of heaven. That will not be shaken. And that should be our faith. And, and since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude. Now, this is an appropriate response to particular privileges and benefits we have in God. We are not dependent on a shakable kingdom. Okay, for people who are deep in prayer or deep into scripture, they'll understand what I'm talking in the spirit realm because there's a different connotation to this beautiful scripture, a shakable kingdom. Okay, can my kingdom be shaked? Okay, the point here is which kingdom do I operate in? In the kingdom of the flesh, a kingdom of this world, or the kingdom of heaven, which cannot be shaken. Okay, so this is what God says. Now, the kingdom that we talk about is in Romans 14, 17, the kingdom of the heavens that cannot be shaken. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So what is the kingdom of God, Sadhguru? Righteousness. Righteousness, peace and, and peace joy, and joy in, the Holy, in the Holy Spirit. Okay, we have a beautiful image. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Have you heard that? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is so the same scripture. Okay. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit is the kingdom of God that cannot be shaped. That's why the Holy Spirit comes alive in our life and makes that kingdom come alive. There'll be one final shake that will place, take place, but the ones who are not grateful will always be in that kingdom. Because when you're not grateful to God for what he does in our life, the grace can't come in. This is a secret. If you understood this small part of this teaching, you'll understand one thing. If I am thankful to God, an unexpected grace or favor would come in my life. How many of you want an unexpected favor of God in your life? Always, not just once, all the time. Put an arm in. Okay. If you're understanding, why am I saying this? Say, thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done for me. For everything that you have done for my children, for my spouse, for my parents, for all my friends, for my colleagues, even for my enemies. Now, when you're thanking God, what the Bible is saying, grace upon grace will come upon your life. Grace is an unmerited favor which God is putting upon your life. Why don't we get the blessings of God? Because the Lord says, be righteous and be peace and have joy in the Holy Ghost. Because everything is mine. Give it to me. I'm going to take it from you. Let me take it from you. And I want you to practice this gratitude. Let us just remember one thing from today onwards. Okay, after this teaching, just say thank you, Jesus, for all. Take Go back to the Lord and thank him from the time you were born till now and start seeing this grace that keeps coming. And you say, wow, beautiful. These are unexpected blessings, okay? Grace is an unexpected favor of God because it's, it's, it's a favor of God upon you. I want us to practice gratefulness on God, okay?
Is that possible? Can we do this? Savio? Yes. Okay. Keep on thanking God. Just thank God for your thank for everybody else. Just forget you and thank for what God has done for everyone and for yourself in your own life. Think yes. of the times when God has taken you through very tough times. Very, very difficult times and brought you out of it. Why have you forgotten them? Like the people from, you know, from Israel. How the God's people were taken out of Egypt. They forgot that and kept on grumbling and complaining. Let's be grateful for the food we put on our table. Say, Lord, for all the times you put food on my table. Kitchen fire does not run out. You always have something to cook. Lord. The fridge is always full, full, full with food. You give us a job. I always have a job. I'm thankful. Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is how you may get an unexpected blessing, an unexpected promotion, an unexpected blessing in your child's life, your friend's life, your enemy's life. Some, something will happen. Can we do this? Can we practice this? Today, this is a teaching that says grace and thankfulness go hand in hand. Can we do that? Okay. Yes. I'm just sharing what God's word is. We apply what God's word does in our life and see miracles every time. Friday Bible sessions are life-changing if you apply them in your life. If you don't apply, would anything change? Sabe? Nothing. Okay. So an acceptable service is not only is thankfulness or gratitude the appropriate response to what God has done for us. Not only is something we owe God and we need to pay, but thankfulness or gratitude also is the expression of our appreciation. Does something in our spirits that nothing else can do. You know, thankfulness basically releases our spirit for acceptance, acceptable worship and service. That is why the writer of Hebrews says, let us always show gratitude that we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. Okay, so that is what happens. Without gratitude and without our service to God will not be acceptable. So with gratitude, our service or our, our worship is acceptable to God. So gratitude plays a very important part in our Christian faith. And this is something that we need to practice. I want you to just practice this continuously. Say, thank you, Lord, for all that you do. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me alive. Thank you for the beautiful sleep that I'm going to get today. Even before sleeping, for people who never sleep in their life, start speaking this. Thank you for all the people, Lord, who have not slept. Let them sleep like babies tonight. Speak like a child to the Lord and start seeing you'll be snoring away. Okay. Are you getting me what I'm saying? Yes. If you are grateful and thankful to God, you start seeing things that are not even in your life coming in your life. I want us to practice. This is a blessing that God is giving us. How many of us would have left this session and gone home and said, hey boss, it's already over time. God is giving us something. Let us use this and practice. So simple. Thank you. Lord. For take one, one thing in your life for the people that came in your life, for the destiny helpers in your life. So our attitude of gratitude is important. If you are self-centered, we cannot do it. Okay. But let's look at what Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 18 to 19. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Okay, it's still 19. Yeah. That's it. Okay, do not quench the spirit. Your spirit wants to give thanks, so continue giving thanks. Okay, this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now, remember one thing. People who thank God all the time, okay, will they get the grace of God, Savior? 
Yes. Okay. Your spirit is meant to thank and praise God. We are born with that spirit of thanking God. Okay. Now the people who are not thankful will always be complaining. Have you noticed that? Yes. Are you getting me? Yes. Caroline shared that. I know she always. You maintain a gratitude journal, Caroline. Is that right? Okay. I I as she had shared this in one testimony that she maintains this journal and so touching that someone maintains a gratitude journal, thanking God for the wonderful things he has done. It's it's beautiful. You know, if you are thanking God all the time, there is grace in your life. they can't be something greater today god has shared this again with all of us that be thankful because this is what i expect okay this is his will okay it is his will in everything he says give thanks it means in everything give thanks suppose you are having a headache you say thank you lord thank you lord i know lord you already healed me you already healed me so praise god yeah so you know being grateful itself is such a great thing uh, thank you for that so it's a very clear understanding a consuming fire as we close this note okay so it's a clear commandment if we don't give thanks we are disobedient and we don't give thanks we are out of the will of god failing to give thanks quenches the spirit this is what says do not quench the spirit the only release for the spirit is to serve god acceptably and that is to thanksgiving okay even psalms 100 says enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart is that sabir you know yes that? yes yes you have that him enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart enter yes. his, his courts, courts with praise, praise. okay yes. so yes. okay so enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart so you can't enter the gates of heaven unless you have thanksgiving in your heart let us practice thanksgiving to god how beautiful and how easy it is is it difficult no now if you are thanking god can you also grumble and say lord if i'm thanking you i can also grumble no if you this is the spirit he says do not quench the spirit because the spirit wants to thank god because the holy spirit is in you the spirit wants to just thank and praise god for all the things in life and even the the tougher part of life will start changing because god's favor will come upon you okay a consuming fire as we close this teaching some few scriptures more let's hebrews 12 29 says take me to hebrews 12 29 let's understand god is the consuming fire in our life okay when we say holy spirit come with your fire he is a consuming fire in our life and you can use this in your prayer as well lord you are a consuming fire in my life let your fire come alive in me fire of your holy spirit for our god is a consuming fire Yeah, he, we know that he is a consuming fire, and that's why we need to approach the holy and inspiring God with the right attitude, with a humble and thankful heart. So let's look at the background of the world in these last days. We already looked at the shaking that is to come. We know through what teaching today that God is going to do a final shake, and the one that cannot be shaken. Okay, yet one more, I will shake not only the earth but also the heaven. Okay, so this is what he shares. And remember one thing: we need to be having gratitude at all times in our heart. one beautiful thing i also learned today and i realize is how do i get grace sabir by being thankful by being thankful grace is everyone says i need god's grace in everything i have i need god's blessing how do i get the blessing by being thankful when you say thank you lord thank you jesus for what you did for me when you keep on thanking me just when you're going to sleep tonight sabir and for all of us just practice this say lord i thank you or you could just after this session just get into prayer or whenever you are in your workplace say thank you lord for this job 
for this wonderful job you're giving me. There are so many unemployed people and here you give me a job. Thank you for the income that comes home. I can give my family food on the table. I can give my children good education. I can give some, we can be thankful for so many things. Okay, could be thankful for the moon and the stars and everything possible. But the people who are thankful will have the, with the, have the favor of God in your life. An unexpected blessing will come in your life. Okay, not just once, but always the hand of favor. Grace is an unmerited favor of God. Okay, you'll always be close to God and have his blessing. Now let's get to one point and let's understand that in these last days, if we are not thankful, there are so many people and all kinds of evil come into the world. This is one of the second last scriptures actually, which we taken, 2 Timothy uh, 3, verse 1 to 5. This is what happens when we are not thankful, okay? And this is important as a scripture. Now I'm sharing this. This is in the last times. This is what is happening and we are seeing it all the time. One to five. Read. But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Avoid such people as these. So there are disobedient people who are disobedient to their parents, to their very spouses, to everything that they have in life, they're disobedient. And you clearly see it's all about pride. They're lovers of pleasure rather than the lovers of God. Okay, They hold on to the form of godliness. Okay although they have denied its power. There are many people who say God is in their life, but they are actually not even close to God. Are you getting me, Savio? Yes. Okay, the ungrateful are right next door to the unholy. Okay. So you cannot be holy and ungrateful. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. And this is important. Remember, God's word is the only thing that keeps you and me alive. How many of you agree to this? The word of God is the breath of my life. The breath Amen. of my life that keeps me the breath that keeps me alive. Without his breath, I cannot do anything. Amen. Okay, the word of God is the breath of my life. If this statement becomes your statement and you are prayer, Lord, your word is the breath of my life. It is because of your word in me that I am alive today. That's when you realize that Christ is alive in me. Russell shares that, you know, without Christ, nothing can be done. Okay, he takes you to John and it's so far. John chapter 1 verse 20. You want to go to that? Yes. This is, today is very teaching in the morning. Okay. Yes, the, God's word is the breath of my life. Can you say, Lord, your word is the breath of my life. There can't be something more. Without breath, you're dead. Okay. Lord, your word is the breath of my life. 
okay i think uh, his word is that uh, go to i think was 3 without him nothing came into existence all things came into being through him and apart from him not even one thing came into being that has come into being so without the word of god nothing came into being okay so the word is christ okay all things came into being through him through whom to jesus and apart from him not not even one thing came into being that has come into being are you understanding sir yes everything that is there in this creation came through him that's why you know now understand one thing everything came into existence through him that's why it says at the name of jesus every knee shall bow are you understanding yes because creation took place through him every planet on this every human being on this planet happened through him are you getting yes that's why when you make a prayer in the name of jesus and you understand the scripture that prayer has power because you know without jesus nothing could come into existence okay for the ones that use this scripture it is very that this is the holy spirit who gave me as a said you know the word of god is the breath of my life and when you start saying this you know one thing without the breath can you live without the breath no no so he is everything that you have use this in your life lord you are the breath of my life so touching you know so deep okay so remember one thing as we close this let us show gratitude that we may serve him acceptably okay with reverence and godly fear notice one thing the ungrateful are right next to the unholy and we said this since our god is a consuming fire he requires that we serve him with holiness which is to be appropriate then we have to serve him with gratitude we must come to him with thankfulness okay so let us show gratitude that we may serve him acceptably and with reverence and godly fear and this is important in today's teaching as we close that this is what the lord has taught us what i want to share today with and one thing important many people say lord how do i have the favor of god in my life if you want to stop complaining gossiping and what we learned even two timothy slander lovers of self pleasure money all kinds of evil in the world being thankful to god because you cannot have grace of god and god's favor and also be ungrateful can you do that sir no can you have evil you know holy spirit and evil spirit living in your heart no okay when the holy spirit is there the evil spirit is out he can't stay please remember this and this comes there's a key to it enter his gates with thanksgiving the entrance is always thanksgiving many times we forget this because the devil does not shows us all the other things he says why are you thankful for what okay many of us say so what i'm alive today big deal okay that's like everyone is alive you don't realize how powerful it is lord you are the breath of my life because of your word i'm alive okay let's close in prayer the main thing i want to pray today is someone into a deep addiction okay let's we'll say a prayer in prompto i just want to pray okay for any kind of addiction take me to isaiah 1027 okay for anyone who's in an addiction okay this is a very powerful scripture take me king james i want you to understand this scripture can break someone in alcohol someone in pornography anyone into any kind of problems 
can be broken with the scripture this scripture helped me also to come out of some problems okay and today i can't even bother to looking into any of this okay someone also who gets into i mean someone who's into an extramarital affair with someone okay you love your wife or your spouse very much but you cannot you just cannot get out of this person this person has fascinated you so much that you can't just get out of that person okay and if you and i've seen so many people have counseled and this scripture i give them have allowed them to forget that other person in your life they could be someone in your office or workplace who's better than your husband or wife and you say wow this is get and this relationship moves beyond the relation and it's affecting your marriage you love your spouse but you can't get out of this other person there could be anyone involved in this it is not god's because god says you cannot covet your neighbor's wife or neighbor's spouse remember one thing the only scripture that can break that is this because that's a stronghold it's a satanic stronghold okay we have done a teaching on that okay it's a marine spirit operating a spirit of witchcraft <clears throat> and and it's important that we understand okay i'll be teaching on this okay and you'll learn how the witches are so real okay witches are the kingdom of satan have witches witches who use this to put curses on people's life and that's why you'll understand the prayer pointers we use is in the name of jesus to break all and destroy all these things now i'm just reading this and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing is that clear sabir yes so it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of the devil if you are into an extramarital affair there is no way you can come out of it because you are in a soul tie you can't break that soul tie unless the, the anointing comes in and destroys it because you are in the devil's yoke if you are into a pornography even if you come out of it the devil will bring you another person who will say okay get into this one email may pop off and you click on it and again you're gone into it if you're out of drunkenness some friend of yours will come and say come on let's have one small drink nothing will go wrong and you're back into it are you getting me yes so the only thing that can break and destroy the devil's stronghold in your life is the anointing of the holy spirit i'm sharing this again there's that's why there is the consuming fire that's why the holy spirit is so powerful in our life okay let's say a prayer sabir and let's agree okay now i want you to hold up any area of stronghold in your life or into your family or if you are into an extramarital affair yourself okay maybe you're not doing anything wrong you're not had an adultery with it, but you're fallen in love with somebody else okay and your spouse do you love your spouse and say i love you very much but your heart is with the other person okay what does the lord say you already committed adultery even though you may not have any physical relations are you getting me many yes. times this happens and destroys marriages because you find the person in the office much better than your wife or husband and this can happen so this can happen to your spouse as well whose spouse may not love you at all and he has fallen in love with someone else he may not have physical relationships with that person but everything is emotionally connected there this is a yoke of the devil please understand this is how the devil destroys marriages and this is how which is operate okay there's another teaching for that which i'm going to come back let's make a prayer okay now and we are going to break this okay for any other problem again as you know as i said extramarital affair or you know if it's a area of pornography or the area of drunkenness gambling any type of any other kind of drug addiction people who are addicted to drugs the only way to break it is the anointing 
Okay. So let's ask for the Holy Spirit now. Okay. Father God, now I want you to take, I'm making an impromptu prayer. I have no writ, nothing in writing. I'm praying as the Holy Spirit leads me. I want you to raise that area of your life. If this is your life and if it is yours, be open with the Lord. Do not hide anything. With the Lord, we, are, we don't hide, okay? We are open and transparent with what we are going through. It could be you are caught into negative thinking. That is an addiction. You feel so positive to be in negative thinking. Every time you think negative and speak negative, that is a, it's a trap of the devil. You're not supposed to speak that. You're not allowed to do that. God's word does not allow you to do that. But you only think negative thoughts and you only think fear. Oh, you are in fear. Continuously in fear. Every time you fear, you'll die. You fear this. You'll fear that. Fear loss. Fear this. That is again from the devil. It's a yoke of the devil. Okay. Let's remember one thing. We also have to forgive the person we are involved in. So, Father God, I come into the name of Jesus. Let your powerful anointing come upon the people who are praying. I take this very scripture, Isaiah 10, 27. This is a powerful anointing as I speak to you. Lift your hands and raise it towards me. Just close your eyes and I speak the word, okay? And we speak this scripture over our life right now. Lord, we lift up Isaiah 10, 27. This is that same scripture that destroyed the devil and his entire command in my life. And I can say, Lord, that the very power in the scripture will break and destroy the yoke of the devil in the people who are praying right now with me. Father God, let your anointing, the fire, the unconsuming fire, destroy any kind of addiction that the people are right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, let your anointing flow right now over the people who are praying. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Right now, Lord, release your anointing over them. Let that fire of the Holy Ghost come upon them. The very fire, Lord. The fire that happened. The fire in the upper room. Let that fire come upon them. And destroy the work of the devil. Any kind of adulterous relationship be broken in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, break it. And let your spirit reign supreme in that area of the life. I break every soul tie. Every soul tie that makes a commitment or covenant. Every soul tie with an unlawful spouse. Every soul tie with any kind of drunkenness, greed, lust, hunger for any kind of wrong thing. Every soul tie that is within the name of Jesus. I break it now in the name of Jesus, Father. And let your Holy Spirit and the anointing alone destroy that work of the devil right now. The yoke of the devil be broken in the name of Jesus. I break it now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, the people will use that very anointing. When your anointing is in them, they cannot sin anymore. Because that anointing has broken that soul tie with that person. The soul tie with the person who has put that curse over them. Or any kind of evil speaking or any kind of any kind of charm that somebody has put on them and break it in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Let your anointing destroy that yoke. For spouses who are drinking, I break that association with that bottle now in the name of Jesus. That bottle or the, that very alcohol will taste like urine. They will stop drinking completely. And I release the anointing over them right now. For the people who are praying like children, they will receive this prayer right now. Because when you say, if you have desire in your heart, whatever you ask, 
will be done. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit will, is so powerful that it breaks the word of God says because of the anointing, because of the anointing, the yoke shall be destroyed. We break the yoke of the devil in the area of drunkenness in the name of Jesus. Whoever is paying for drunkenness now, remember your prayer is heard. Your spouse will stop drinking right now. Or anyone you're praying for, brothers, sister, children's, or parents, anyone, enemies also, will stop drinking. Lord, in the area of pornography, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's what your word says in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20. Lord, for the ones who disobey their body and use their body for lustful acts, for acts of pornography, any spirit of masturbation, we break that spirit now in the name of Jesus. Right now, we release the anointing in the area of that spirit of lust. There's a soul tie with any woman right now. We break it in the name of Jesus or in any man. We break it in the name of Jesus. Every spirit husband and spirit wife or spirit children that we see in the dream, or any sexual dream that comes in a believer's, is not from God, it's from the kingdom of the devil. We break that dream in the name of Jesus. We break and destroy that, that woman or man or spirit husband or wife in the name of Jesus, with the blood of Jesus and destroy it. Lord, I have bought the plan of the devil in the people's heart because your word has got power. Let the anointing destroy the yoke of the devil. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Release, receive, receive this anointing. It's a powerful anointing right now. This is the anointing of healing right now. Lord, in the area of drugs, anyone who's held into drugs, it could be your own children. It could be your spouse. It could be yourself. It could be someone in your life who's consumed by drugs and got a prey to drugs. Let's lift them up right now. For all the drug addicts in the world, we lift them up right now. And Lord, we touch, let your anointing come upon him right now. That very anointing that destroys the yoke of the devil that they are stuck into drugs. We break it in the name of Jesus. Let them stop consuming the drugs. Let them not be able to consume it anymore. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray for a powerful anointing of the, the Holy Spirit. The very anointing that destroys the yoke of drugs or drug addiction into someone's life. We break that very soul tie that is there, that is creating that drug addiction because of someone else that this drug started. We break it in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, we break it. And we break it now. We also lift up any other kind of addiction, social media, anything, workaholic, anything that takes away God from our life. We break that very addiction because, Lord, we acknowledge you in all our ways and you alone direct our paths. You are the breath of our life. You are the breath of our spirit, Holy Spirit. Let your breath come upon us. We break every soul tie that is trying to destroy us to a satanic bond in the name of Jesus. Every covenant that we have broken, anyone who has gone into an adulterous relationship, we break it in the name of Jesus. We break that soul tie in the name of Jesus. We ask for reconciliation in marriages. This happens because of your anointing. Let the people know, Lord, that this scripture is so powerful that people who are into the deepest of deepest of addictions have left that addiction completely. Completely. Their life has turned around totally 360 degrees. 
And Lord, this is how it happens because your anointing breaks and destroys the yoke of the devil. And his yoke will be taken off his neck because of the anointing. We thank and praise you, Lord, for the people who are in touch with me, who are lifting their hands right now. Receive this powerful anointing of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wow. This is a powerful anointing. How many of you are receiving it? Oh, 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 oh. There's a powerful power leaving you. Lord, touch your people. How many of you are receiving it? Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it right now. Take it. Take it. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, fill me with your anointing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right now, as we have the anointing, I know we are gone ahead of time. For those who want the gift of tongues, I'm going to pray and you may get a new tongue. Just start moving your mouth because that is going to help. Right now, you'll have that gift of tongues. Those who are hungry for this gift, you'll receive it right now. Start moving your mouth right now. Oh, la, la, ma, la, 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 la. Just say la, 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 with me. Start moving it. La, 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 la. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless the people who move their tongue in faith so that they have the gift of tongues. Let them speak in an unknown language, Lord, the language that you alone are giving them, the language that the devil does not understand, the language that the angels know, Lord. Let them be the heavenly language coming to them right now in the name of Jesus. I touch you in the name of Jesus right now. Move the tongue. Come on. There's a powerful anointing. Come on, receive it. Receive it. Come on, come on, move your tongue. Start from la 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 la. Move it, move it. I pray the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the fire of the Holy Spirit come upon the person who's praying for the gift of tongues. You have a gift of tongues, you'll have a powerful tongue now if you move it. Start moving in faith. Lord, touch them, Lord. Let's touch them. Touch them, Lord. Touch them, Lord. Touch them, Lord. This is a powerful anointing, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Those who prayed this prayer with me have got the gift of tongue. Start moving your tongue now. Start moving your tongue now. Start moving your tongue. Anyone who's feeling this powerful anointing, can you unmute and just say thank you, Jesus? You have feeling that very power of God right over you. If it is you, unmute and say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Bless them powerfully. Powerfully. Those who have come hungry will receive that anointing. This powerful anointing. Yes, Lord. You are always blessed, Lord. That grace is because we thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone who is receiving the anointing, can you thank the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a powerful anointing. You are going all across you. There's a powerful current in you right now as we pray. You have got the gift of tongues. Anyone getting the gift of tongues, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father God, we thank you for the ones that have received your powerful anointing because you always say, come like a child. 
he always that wonderful him come as you are and there's a powerful glory of god we thank you lord for the ones who have you've broken the yoke of the devil for all that we have prayed remember friends brothers and sisters if you are in that addiction stop doing what you are doing allow the holy spirit to take control you know you want to stop doing it but you cannot do it because your flesh does not allow you god has blessed you with the gift of self control and endurance the ones that we prayed for today the same gift we pray in your life that you don't do what you are doing even that's alcohol and pornography adulterous relationship or any kind of this you will stop it right now in the name of jesus and give glory to god we thank you jesus for this powerful session the powerful anointing some of you will have this anointing throughout the night whoever want to have this powerful anointing lord fill me with your love this is all you say lord jesus fill me with your love whole night the holy spirit will be with you right on the whole night you'll feel the power of god over you as if you are in current that whole current will be over your whole body how many of you want it say lord i want it lord lord i want it i said this i said this and i got it the whole night i was in the fire of the holy and holy spirit whole night i was under this powerful anointing thank you jesus for the ones who want it you will bless them lord the ones who come like children always give let us remember that today's teaching is such a powerful one and for the ones who got the gift of tongues say thank you jesus for the gift of tongues start moving your tongue come for the sessions in the morning with brother rasul and we pray together let's pray because we shake the heavens and earth when we pray in tongues do not miss the session every morning let's come however late or early it is let us come for the session of praying in tongues give glory to god thank you jesus for this wonderful session wonderful prayer we are going over time but see the anointing how powerful thank you holy spirit for this wonderful powerful. if you have got the anointing please put it on a prayer group and you have received the gift and you felt this powerful anointing and you have you believe that this scripture isaiah 1027 is in your life say lord i am completely set free give that testimony on the whatsapp group and remember one thing not to do what you are doing because the holy spirit will will take control of that situation thank you father thank you jesus thank you holy spirit see how powerful it is without even being in presence the power of god can come through okay imagine how powerful when you say lord your word is the breath of my life without your breath lord i am nothing without you i am nothing you are the breath of my life jesus thank you lord for filling us with your love thank you just say this in the night when you're sleeping you'll see wonderful powerful blessings okay give glory to god and to him alone thank you brothers and sisters in christ and we'll have to please share this teaching with others we'll have a powerful session next week as well and the weeks to come okay god bless good night from here thank you savio for and thank, thank you, you thank you everyone thank you good night. god bless everyone thank you thank you